All right, should we get into our main topic? Yes, let's do it. All right, let me just pull up. Main event. I thought, I thought that Spider-Verse was the main topic. Kingdom no. Hearts is the main topic. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just getting started. Say, fellas, did somebody mention the door to darkness? You walk away, you don't hear me say So, uh, I thought that we talked a lot about Spider-Verse, but I feel like we have an even bigger amount of crazy stuff. We, we have a bigger we have a bigger fish to fry. A bigger can of worms. <laughs> um, think of that what you will. And very timely, this is, like I said, one of the reasons this episode took a little while to do, because once we put it on topic, I was like, well, you know, the thing that's going to be on most people's minds with this series is not out till this time, so let's deep get to where we've each played some of it, and then we can talk all of it. Uh, so, Chris, let's get things started. Do you remember how you first became aware of the Kingdom Hearts series? Um, so, I was aware of the Kingdom Hearts series, uh, I, I think it was shortly after Final Fantasy X came out, yeah. and I started hearing rumors and uh, about this Disney Square collaboration that was happening, and then some chump kid was running around with a, with a key for a sword. Oh, I thought you meant like at school, some chump kid. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I was just hearing about it yeah. online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now keep in mind that at the time, like I was, I was the, like writing some stupid, you know, teenage fantasy about a kid who uses a giant sword as a giant key as a sword too. What is with Disney and DreamWorks ripping you off? I don't Puppet know, Panda, man. This I, I, do they, do they like pack into your brain? I, I think they had like a camera or something. I don't know, but they did a better job back then. I was <laughs> writing. I remember I wrote Banjo and Kazooie meet Kirby. <laughs> What's Smash Bros? Why can't you have that? Do it, you cowards! Yeah. DD and Gwintilla teaming up. I've been dreaming my whole life about this. That'd be fucking awesome. But anywho, um, so I finally managed to like get a disc um, or, or buy the game. And it's I I love Kingdom Hearts one yeah like we're going if we're going back to the very first episode of the show yeah we've talked about it for a little bit and you had said uh, the first one is one legit one of your favorite games ever yes it was uh, I it, I had such a good time uh, time about it mm-hmm. and it's it was ins- it was inspiring at the time and it was a special place it was simple it was so simple yeah like, even the story was simple yeah uh, that's probably the only entry you can say that about that's the only entry you can say that about. Um, what happened? Nomura. We'll get, we're going to get to that. So, um, Nomura, my, why? I'll tell you why. I, read, I finally found out his, his explanation. Um, I tried to say that now. He was like, ah, keep it as simple, be boring. I like to no! twist and surprise you <laughs> no! and get you involved. I'm not surprised. I'm confused. <laughs> he, I, I actually read him saying, like, with three, I had to go back and rewrite a bunch of stuff like production because I kept realizing plot holes. Oh, oh I think, were you? <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't want to be we'll mean. Get, no, guys, oh, we're, yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, my experience, because I remember, I'm pretty sure I first heard about it in, like, because this was, like, you know, it was announced, like, 2001, and this was, like, early internet, pretty much, especially by today's standards. Like, I used to think, like, 93, when I first got America Online, was early internet. No, now that's all early internet. Um, GameSpot, or another, like, game news site, had a brief blurb where it was like, yeah, they unveiled a, so Squaresoft, because it wasn't Square Enix yet, they're doing uh, this Disney crossover game, and there's, like, a, an OC kid running around, but there's he teams up with Donald Duck and Gooby. There's, like, a screenshot of, like, them, you know, doing the hand. Yeah, one yeah, thing. yeah. And I was like, okay, and I was like, I'll, I'll keep tabs on this, because, you know, Mickey Mouse Company game. That's that's kind of dime a dozen. Like mm-hmm. it's like a good game. It could be a good game. But let's let's see. And then I found out later, like 
it's not just the main crew. It's like it's every. It's a lot. Yeah. It's and I was also enthused because they were di- leaning heavily on the Disney Renaissance. So mm-hmm. it's like you want Beauty and the Beast. Here's Beast. You want Aladdin. Aladdin here's Aladdin. Here's Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And um and some class and some and some older stuff and and just just mix and and like you know a kind of more serious tone and plot to it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like this is catching my interest. Yeah. Um, so, and then I remember what really clinched it was, did you ever back in the day get any of the magazines that had demo discs? No, I did. Um, I, oh. I personally did not subscribe to... Uh, not subscribe. I didn't, I didn't either, but I would sometimes buy the official PlayStation magazine. I, uh, no, I didn't do that. And the PS2 days, man, some of my best nostalgia was just trying out snippets of games mm-hmm. or watching videos, behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of them had, in like the summer, because the game came out in the fall of 2002, yeah. they had what was, if you... I guess it wasn't the promo trailer or intro, but it was like, if you left the game at the pause screen, it would play like the orchestrated version of Simple and Clean with like a montage of gameplay and like cutscenes. I love that. That version. sold me. I watched yeah. it so many times because I was just realizing how like big the scope of this, they were, especially with the PSU days, mm-hmm. in terms of how much they were incorporating and how cool it all looked to be coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that caught my interest. So yeah, I got it day one, loved it, and played a ton of it, and mm-hmm. uh, went back and I never played, I have not played Kingdom Hearts games on the harder difficulties. That might change with with three, and I'll get to that when we get to, because I feel like we might, we're, let's try and go in kind of chronological order to some degree. Uh, some of them will more gloss over because you, you, a lot of them you haven't played. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get so, to that. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and then I remember the, I'll just go over real quick, because we're gonna, I feel like we'll, we'll get back to the first one. Um, and then, you know, I was, because the first one had a kind of a cliffhanger ending, and I actually did read an interview in PlayStation Magazine with either Namar or another higher up, where he said, they asked him about a possible follow-up, he's like, uh, it's a possibility, we're gonna see how people feel about it, and then we'll consider a sequel. So, I'm just imagining, like, a parallel world where it was, like, it didn't sell well enough, and it was just looked back on weird as, like, one of those one-off experiments that didn't complete a story yeah i mean every every big production like that is a risk yeah so especially I mean, one like people always talk about like just the conception this is a weird series yeah i mean and it's to be fair it is starting to show its age i hmm. the, uh, all right spoiler alert i do not have positive feelings about i don't i don't have very many positive feelings about the newest entry but i'll Ooh, get to that i was curious but i think i know i think i know why because what we said before, yeah we'll get to but, it. but i'll get to it uh, so uh, every Game every triple A game that's pushed out in the forefront like this, like Kingdom Hearts, like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, like Mario or something. A lot of money. Lots and lots of money, lots of manpower, lots of time and production that goes Emotion, into it. Emotion. But even before that, like even when Nomura was doing like the doing like the pitch and giving Disney yeah, like the and concept. And you do know how the original how the idea came about. It was right? well, it was like an elevator pitch. So or basically right? a lot of people already know this. In, around this time, Square's uh, Japanese headquarters... They were located within the same building, right? Same building as Disney's Japanese branch. Yeah. And two of their employees, one from each one, got in an elevator, and they recognized each other, and one of them said, have you thought about maybe let's doing some sort of collaboration? So they started talking to their higher-ups. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nomura was, at the time, he was definitely... He, he'd been a character designer for Final Fantasy from 7 onward, mm-hmm. um, and he asked if he could help with it. And mm-hmm. eventually, I guess they liked his pitch enough to... It became his first directorial project. Yeah. Uh, but even uh, even with that, they, they obviously had, like... You know, Nomura puts put together some options, and Disney was like, mm, maybe not. Do you remember reading which character he wanted to include that they said no? What was that? He wanted Walt Disney to be a character. <laughs> how would that have, have worked? <laughs> I wonder how that would work, too. That, that would be strange. That, that would that would be strange. But he tried. He tried making the Keyblade into a chainsaw. That was, and Sora was like a lion kid? Yeah. It was very strange. Very strange, but also really interesting, too. Hey, he got his wish. Later, Sora was a lion kid. Later, later he was... He From was, level. and he did make it dark. He made the story darker. Of Lion King? No, 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 no. Of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Right, Kingdom no, Hearts. Lion he, he made it darker towards two. For and Chain some, of Memories. For some reason. And, and, so, um, yeah, so we played the first one, and 
then I remember like hoping, okay, yeah, hopefully they'll do a sequel, and then the word came out, we're doing one for the Game Boy Advance, guys! Can, can I just say just how hyped I was when uh, I beat Kingdom Hearts 1 on hard mode? Yeah, Handsome is a bitch. Yeah, yeah. he is. The, the One is one of the hardest games. But it, it like rewards you with that fucking Secret cool ending. Secret ending. Of like... Mickey and Riku in these crazy outfits. Yeah, was and I think like the the, the a serious tradition that still continues. Yeah, I think the final mix version has like has like the deep dive movie that uh um like the yeah the, the remaster it was in the original too. The, well, the original oh, it was a separate one. The North American release got the regular secret movie, mm-hmm. which was just not uh, which was okay and it still yeah. got you interested. The final mix version, which was only released in Added. Japan at the time, was deep dive. Okay, and that was the one where you saw fucking the Matrix Riku like leaping off buildings, yep. fighting Roxas in like a whole flurry oh, of Roxas shadows. Was in that. Roxas that was, was yeah, he was double wheel, he was dual, dual wielding yep. the sword, uh, the keyblades at the time, yep. and it was great. And it ha- and I was like so hyped for it. And when I went to college, like me and my friends were like geeking out about deep dive and how cool it was. Yep. And then like we finally got the we finally got the announcement that Kingdom Hearts two was coming, and Sora was wearing his weird Christmas tree outfit of a of a costume, and there was these the, there were these you know hooded figures called the Organization thirteen yeah, and a well, bad they, name. Did you play the GBA game? No. So how did you feel when Kingdom Hearts two start? I mean, I, I feel like we are getting a little ahead of ourselves. So so I played. I went from Kingdom Hearts 1, I touched Chain of Memories. And then went, and went nope. Uh, yeah, I did exactly that. Card that. System, no, not it, feeling it. I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling it, no, but Kingdom Hearts 2 did a okay job of being like, you don't have to worry too much about it. It will let you... But it, we're not going to tell you why Sora's here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to refer to some stuff that you're like, I didn't see that. Uh, like, I didn't yeah, see you did if you played the GBA if game. If you played the GBA game, but it's okay. Just play as this kid, which... Let's be honest. Roxas was pretty neat, yeah. And that battle with him and Axel, like in the, yeah. in the tutorial mode, yeah. was fucking great. And it was, I will say, if you, if you, uh, actually, regardless of, because they were, they, they kept what Roxas's role was a mystery up till the game came out. Mm-hmm. They were showing him an ad at the end of Chain of Memories. You get like a still image of him, a JPEG of him in the PS2 model on that tower. Yeah. And uh, you know, seeing the other three, three, three kids, and, and the, I remember an interview where somebody asked Nomura on TV, like, "Who are they?" And he just went. They are friends and laughed. <laughs> like, wait till the next game. Yeah, yeah, cool. Good uh, job. Oh, you're toning your voice right now. This is gonna be fun. Oh um, boy. <laughs> so, two can- so yeah, Chain of Memories was. You know what I I like to tell people as a way to gauge if a Kingdom Hearts game is worth your time. If it reuses the levels, the Disney levels from one, it's not worth your time. Let me think about that. Because... At least the gameplay isn't, because if you want to be completionist, I mean, even the newer ones, like the remasters, they've included, uh, the, you don't play the DS games, they just remastered the cutscenes. Yes. Okay, so... Chain of Memories, I would say just go on YouTube. I do have to admit that after playing Kingdom Hearts 2, the the levels are more memorable than Kingdom Hearts 1. I remember mm-hmm. the levels in Kingdom Hearts 1, don't get me wrong, Yeah. but they're made better in Kingdom Hearts 2. Generally, or at yes. least at least you have a better idea of, of them. Except, They're bigger and more detailed. Except for Atlantis? Atlantica? And no, Atlantis the Lost Empire. That would be a cool level. Uh, no, 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 no. The one with the Little Mermaid. The yes, Little Atlantica. Mer- oh, that's what it... That, yeah. It's actually called Atlantica. Atlantica. That's the Game oh, of the Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm like, did they do Atlantis? Because I forgot about nope, that one. And that negates my point. But... Uh, except for the Little Mermaid level, every other level's like, hey, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's continue because... All right. Well, I think we'll just skim through things and we should probably go back in the yeah. order. So, uh, two, I, I, I had one with, and it pretty much, 
wrapped it, that ending. They could have ended the series there. They like there was one more tease of a vague thing at the after the outer credits. Like, oh, hey, this letter. Oh, birth by sleep. The birth by sleep movie was. Oh, so that's right. Fucking cool. That's right. That's what made people. That's the other thing that made people think like, oh, is this the main character? Is this the one we can cover? I, I thought it was going to be like a, this old dude. I thought it was going to be like a whole different story, like like with new characters, like a whole. Well, it, you were right. Yeah, well, it was connected, but it was new characters. It was connected to the point where it still had Roxas. And it's sort so, of, sort of, <laughs> it's strange. He's Ventus, whatever. But it's like we'll get to that, yeah. Um, but I'll, I, I thought it was like its own, like, like disconnected story. No, okay, yeah, it is connected. Yeah, um, maybe someday we'll get a disconnected one. Um, and yeah, so apparently they, they did. I think they did make two like up, the future of the series was up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually they did start getting some ideas. Uh, the first thing they did was three five eight over two days. What? The bane of so many jokes, because what is up with that that subtitle? I'm sorry, Jonesy. I screamed so loud, I, I scared my Kingdom cat. Hearts, math class. Yes. Um, what title is this? I guess the idea is it takes place over a bunch of days, but I don't know the fraction. I don't... What, was this the Organization 13 Yeah, game? the one about Rakshas, Shion, and Axel. Which, so I skipped for a couple reasons. One, the reviews weren't good. Two, it was on the DS, and I'm like, I don't, after Chain of Memories, you know, D-pad in the 3D game, that's just not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And uh, three, it was another retread of the worlds. And four, I'm like, I liked Rocks the Organization, not enough for a game all about them. Yeah, see, see, I'm a... That is still the only one King, that, I've, that I've never touched. Kingdom Hearts 2 is tricky with me, because there are parts of it that I legit enjoy. And parts that drive you up the wall. The ones that drive me up a wall... Wholly involve organization thirteen. Well, we will, we're going to come back. To we're going to come back to them, but uh, and they stuck around. They, I know they stuck around. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, but and they've added more members. I know uh, four of which are the same dude. I don't know why I thought I killed them, but it's cool. Time travel. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I'm still the when I come to, when I get back to Kingdom Hearts two. Um, I remember like. I remember the A Thousand Heartless Battle. Yeah, one of the highlights. Yeah, uh, and I also remember... Complete with, oh my god, they killed Goofy. Oh, complete with, we killed Goofy for five seconds. First time I played, I was like, they did not, no, he's gonna get up. I will say the punchline is great, where he just wanders in, and they're like, he's like, why are you so upset? I get hit on the head all the time. Yeah. I'm like, that explains a lot about you. I felt, I I actually felt a little, uh, a a little cheated in that moment, because That Goofy wasn't dead. Yeah, well, not that Goofy wasn't dead, but they kind of explained it away by, by just saying that. And I was like... Yeah, I guess that makes sense, but still. <laughs> I, I would have liked something more besides this. And I have... They resurrected him as Cyborg Goofy. I, I was hoping Max would take up his role. Where Where is Max in Kingdom Hearts? He'd be perfect. I don't know, he'd and be it would perfect. be perfect because he's skateboards he's and angsty. he had a movie about it. He's angsty, he's a teen. No more, what are you doing? Okay, I'm uh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, let's continue. There's uh, always, they always have chances later. We'll see I have happens. so many emotions. But, let's um, continue. So yeah, <laughs> two days happened. I just skipped. It sounds so inessential. Um... And yet, if you go on YouTube, so many people are like, oh, Shion, oh, Shion. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Shion, sorry, guys. Um, but then, uh, I think what was next, my best surprise with this year, which is Birth by Sleep, which we touched on. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, PSP, well, it's a little more suited for Kingdom Hearts. But mm-hmm. uh, And then I was reading more and seeing more about it. Like, it's a prequel, all new characters. Uh, the worlds aren't, 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 aren't retreads. And, uh, and I was like, oh, the, it actually looks pretty substantial and like content and gameplay yeah. and mm-hmm. so i asked her for christmas mm-hmm. i got it. it was just a cute joke my um my mom knows about the series but only about its disney side because if I, i'm sure if i tried to explain everything else to her she her brain would glaze over yes um but we when i was like three or four one of the first gifts we got was like an old pc with 
there were a couple of, you know, there have always been like kids games with Mickey and stuff. And there was like one that was like Mickey's ABCs and one, two, three or something. The ABC one was like he was at a fair. So whichever button you press on your keyboard, he would walk over to the first thing that begins with that letter. Mm-hmm. And it was also one that came with an attachment that would play voice clips. So they had the actual Disney actors for Mickey and people saying stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one I was at the, the fair and there was like a, a, a farmer's market. And I pressed W and he went over and it was like, oh, watermelon. So he ate, yeah. he ate and spit out the seeds. My mom always quotes that I was like overjoyed. He went, Ma, he said watermelon. So the gift tag for Birth by Sleep was to John. He said watermelon. Oh, that's adorable. Because Mickey's on the cover of that one. <laughs> and uh, I remember, I saw a little bit of time, and then I, I started doing more. I took the, because it was portable, I took the PSP over to that family party we have every Christmas night. And I remember I started out with Tara, and by the time I got to like, the second world of Cinderella, it was hitting me. This is awesome. Yeah. It was one of the best surprises I've had. Like, that, man, that's like peak Christmas joy. Just playing this awesome surprise game. See, I heard that Birth by Sleep was really cool. I think you'd like it. Yeah. And I was really happy that they made a remake of that, right? Remastered. Like yeah. all the So basically, for, for PS3 and PS4 owners, in well, for PS4 owners, in some form or another, every title is available. So you can get a full... There were two separate collections of PS3 that they bundled on PS4, and then they added... They did a 2.8 thing, which they added. So it is playable 1-2, Chain of Memories, Birth by Sleep, uh, Dream Drop Distance, the 3DS one, and cutscenes for the DS one, recoded, and 3 by 2 days. And a playable prologue to Kingdom Hearts 3 with Aqua, which was the first taste of the Kingdom Hearts 3 engine and like Man, you're not you weren't lying when they said when you said they had no idea what to do with it when you list off those games before they even get to Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, and with, and then when they started making Kingdom Hearts 3, it still took almost six years to make. Yeah. Classic Square. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. So Birth by Sleep happened, and that was when I was starting to sense some like based on like certain stuff at the end and that you could unlock because mm-hmm. it did explain stuff about like backstory for the main villain of, of two who yeah. we didn't really see as a person you know mm-hmm. um, but then there was extra stuff we you know it showed, kind of showed like at least with Aqua's case and Terra's like their fates weren't their stories weren't done yet yeah um, Alama it actually even though you know we thought it was done so I was like oh they're starting to throw around some ideas for what they could do with a third game yeah um, and then Coded happened which I, I'm willing to call the the face you're making, yeah. What? I, well, so recoded. What? This is funny. So it was originally called coded for Japanese cell phones. Okay. Not, and this is pre-smartphone. I era. actually do remember them announcing. Yes, that. I saw and trailers. I, and oh, I, all right. And I was actually like, when are you going to get to three? But okay. Yep. I think by that point, a lot of people were like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they remastered. You know, they did an enhanced version for the DS, which is recoded. Which is, uh, hey, Jimmy Cricket, who's you know the always forgotten fourth party member because he's recording everything in his journal. They're like, we'll digitize your journal and make vir- virtual versions of all of it because that makes sense. And uh, then they go inside it and they meet a data virtual sword, a virtual Riku. So you don't even actually get to see the vir- the real ones with this game. Okay. And it's supposed to revisit all Disney worlds again. So I'm in, I'm at a part in Kingdom Hearts three where they specifically note something like that. The well, journal. Goofy, yeah, yeah. Goofy talks like that. Yeah. Or or digitize go- the I'm, journal. I'm sorry. Goofy says. Goofy notes. He references that part. Uh, He's a scholarly man. Yeah, and I'm like Goofy. Who taught you those words? You man, what is with you and Goofy? I remember you, like when we were talking with Felipe, like about the clips. Like, how does Goofy know Japanese? I'm like, he has a son. He can hold a job. <laughs> Goofy can do a lot of things. You, you I'm don't not give saying... him enough. And, and, and that line where you're like, how do you know the junction, Max? Do you need to pick up. <laughs> how do you know that word, Goofy? <laughs> you gotta give Goofy some credit. I you do. Gotta give him some. I do. I'm sorry. Okay, He's, Goofy is a lot. He's wised up over over he, the years. He's a he's a he's more smart. More, he's more smart than I gave him credit for. I'm more smart. <laughs> more smart. Never gonna let you live, live that down. He's more smart. Time. He's smarter than I give him credit for. He's had. He's been around for seventy years. Like he's, he's, he's had time to to learn. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's almost died from his from being dumb a lot. But I mean, but he's still around. He's still he around. Um, okay, coded. 
but the, the only th- there's something that happens at the end, which is look the long and short version of that of that story's point is finding hidden data in the journal about Namine, who we get to put about she knew about the birth by sleep guys, oh, and this boy. is how they realize oh they're alive we need to track them down. Yeah. Uh, Dream Drop Distance. We're not at three yet, guys. We're at a game that is literally the whole entire plot is, is setting it's up three. Bas- basically, two point seven or six or something. I, I don't know. It's something, and uh, and which is you know revisit some worlds, visit other worlds that are like you know tied to past movies. Uh, play Sora and Riku, two dual do kind of the same thing. We're basically dual campaigns, and uh, then finally you know have the villains come them back in finally and like firmly set up. Hey, here's what we're gonna be doing for this big battle. Send this new organization, Chris. We got more. <laughs> And uh, time travel, I've got like four versions of me hanging out together. Isn't that great? So, the story in Birth by Sleep. I'm, I'm sorry. Dream Drop Distance. Dream Drop, the, the dark... Uh, I think the last portion of Dream Distance. Drop Distance is when the series reaches peak bonkers. It feels like it was peak bonkers. But uh, as far as I know, there are there's time travel. And there's yes. one back in time. Xehanort brought his, 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 his pretty young, hot teenage self. Mm-hmm. He plucked Ansem and Xemnas before they died. That's how, because that's how I was like, did he resurrect them? He's like, no. He's like, he says like they're gonna go back when this is all done with no memory. Oh, how convenient. Uh huh. And he was resurrected because I. Oh, it turns out when you kill Heartless and we'll get to that. When you kill Heartless and nobody, they fuse back into a person. Uh huh. Okay, I, I got that last part because they noted that in two. No, they did not note that. No, in they, two. they it was recoded. It was recoded. That okay. was the after credits thing. Okay. okay. They let them know, hey, this is what Zaynort's back. It's the old Spock. Okay, sorry. My cat is trying to drink John's water, uh, and I had to yell at him to stop. But yes, uh. So when uh, so when a nobody and a heart uh, and a person's heart uh, heartless are heartless they're joined back together yeah. they become that person again they yes because the nobody has the body and the heartless has, has the heart the heart even though they're called heartless okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you kill them they leave a heart behind mm, yeah you're right you're right that's what makes it okay to kill them you're completing a person cool okay all right so okay that is true yeah. you're yeah less guilty about it mm-hmm okay unless it's when he saw the heartless. And I was just blocking him on the head. Hurt, let's go away! I, I, uh, okay, I think I got it. Okay. Now, we all think we get Kingdom Hearts, then if there was five <laughs> more things for us. <laughs> all right, let's continue. Yep. I'm, we, I'm, we're still doing the breeze through. Yeah, because I'm still trying to... I did not play through um, the, the three drop... Dream drop distance. Dream drop distance of Kingdom Hearts. I did not play that game, but mm-hmm. I was aware of it. Uh, Axel... He gets yeah. his heart. He gets his heart back, right? All the organization members are human again. They are human again, um, including Axel. And the thing is, they weren't bad before they. I got that. Um, so half of them are sticking around as allies, including Axel. Mm-hmm. But when we get to three, half of them, Xehanort immediately, I guess, either killed or possessed them. He basically pulled a Horcrux. He split his heart across all the members of the new organization to stay alive. So he did it again. Yeah, and control them. Now they're all kind of possessed by him. So. They were okay until Xehanort was like, "I'm going to do this shit again," and does it again. There's one actually in the game. Do you know who who Evan or or um, uh, Lexan is? The long blonde wimpy one from Chain of Memories. Yes, I do remember. There's some stuff going on with him that makes me wonder. I think he says he's he voluntarily took, went back, but then there's more stuff like uh, I don't know. How is it okay? So we're in three now, right? We're talking about three. Uh, I guess we are now. Okay, but we're, gonna, we're gonna start from the beginning. In a second. Uh, let's start. Let's start from the beginning. Okay, because I got I got okay, some questions. One. I got some. Que- okay, let me just say this. Um, don't. Don't spoil. Yeah, you don't, don't want to spoil stuff. You don't stuff. want to spoil stuff. But I'll if I ask a question about Organization Thirteen, I'll keep in mind. I can. Well, keep in mind, I do not give a shit about these guys. Okay, too bad. <laughs> oh, ah, god damn it! No They're front and center. No, uh, I want to know because I don't care about them. I only care about. I want Sora. to know because I don't care. <laughs> All right, what do you want to know? Um, how how was the dude with the eye patch back? Because I thought I ke- murdered him in Kingdom Hearts Two. That was his nobody. That was his nobody. Yeah. So Ray, how Zigbar? He the idea is that um by the time Two Enchanted Memories were done and. Zenith's death caused, because Ansem was already dead, caused 
old man Zaynor to come back, mm-hmm. and he immediately was he had kind of had an overarching plan from the beginning, and so he, there was kind of a backup to create another truer organization. Okay, so he both you know figured out how to get his previous past selves in, how to resurrect Venetus, mm-hmm. the dark because he, they touch on that, which is that um, because it was like negative emotions. Yeah, they used the scream energy from Monsters Inc. as part of resurrecting Venetus, but he's still incomplete. He wants to to get uh, Ventus back. Okay, um, and. He sought out uh, like a bunch of the ones who had been res- who had become human again, and either possessed or you know split them apart again and turned them into nobodies, including uh, Zigbar. So Zigbar is back because Xehanort could have got control of him. Couldn't get, get he retook control of him. Yes, it's a little unclear if they're still human or if they've been nobody. But the point is, they all have the yellow eyes too. Mm-hmm. He's basically possessing them to some degree. Okay, all right, because okay, all right. I'll ex- I can accept that. That's and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Cool. All right, going back. So King Hearts 1, I feel like this is where you'll be the most glowing. Um, so one thing to touch on is that they've, they've continued. Uh, one interesting thing, thing about these uh, as games go, especially Japanese ones, uh, they get some pretty not- notable names sometimes for, for some of the main characters, the original ones. Yeah. Because uh, uh, back in the, like Sora is, to this day, Haley Joel Osman. Yeah. Uh, Fresh off of Sits Sense and some other stuff I paid forward. And um, now, granted, I think uh, I know that one reason you didn't hear about it from Rolando is he kind of decided to go to school or something. And he's gotten back into it recently. I heard he's really good in that show, Future Man, yeah, on Hulu. Um, but he still always has time to do. Uh, he, he actually is a big fan of, this, of the King Hearts series. Okay, not just voicing. That's he's, good. he's played all of them, and he's really uh, in, into it. So, so is he Sora? He can't he's, be Sora. What now? Yeah, yeah, he's Sora. Yeah, we were just talking Get about. Get out. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah, no, he saw him. I was under the impression that Haley Joel Osment being basically our right, age. Yeah, no, yeah, I've heard an interview with him. His voice is very deep now. Wow, he has to fake it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, that yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, Haley Joel Osment, Hayden Panettiere as main girl Kyrie, who went on to be the cheerleader from Heroes. Okay. And it's funny because I, I read the, so they finally recast uh, Kyrie for three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, what, what is Hayden Panettiere? Oh, she's the lead in that show Nashville that just ended. That'll, okay. That was the TV show. Because I'm also like, why didn't they get Mandy Moore's Rapunzel and they got everybody else? Oh, she's the lead on This Is Us, one of those popular shows on TV. Mandy, That'll do Mandy it. Mandy Moore's busy. <laughs> yeah, but they got her for the Tangled show, so yeah. I don't know. I'm surprised they got Zach Levi. I'm like, what, he wasn't filming Shazam? <laughs> um, and, but going back, so yeah, like those, and uh, the, I guess the other one, uh, Riku, is a guy named David Gallagher, who I only know because my brother used to watch Seventh Heaven. He was mm-hmm. the younger son on that. I remember that. The, the dad's actor on that turned out to be a pedophile. Yeah, and he played a priest. The jokes write themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a shame. And um, uh, so it's it's those three. Pretty much all like the main Mickey crew. It's all the people who've been voicing them for for years. So yeah. like, is what is Mickey Mouse the same? So Mickey okay, Mouse? That's, that's what I'm going to touch on. There have been some deaths. The guy who played Mickey from like the '80s onward, like from Christmas Carol onward, died in 2009. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So who's okay? So who's playing the Mickey in the Mickey Mouse shorts? First of all, that's really sad that he died in yeah, 2009. Was, and, and I'll make it even sadder. He was married to the voice of Minnie. Whoa! They met doing the roles together. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Who also, she also voices like, uh, I think she's Martin on Simpsons and some other things. Wow. She's, she's done other things. Um, and real quick thing about Mickey. all the, One tradition about all the Mickey voices is they didn't start as actors. Mm-hmm. Um, they all started as, as, you know, first it was Disney himself, which I told you. Since then, it's been other employees there. And it's just become a tradition. They're like there was a guy in the seventies who did it. Um, the one, yeah, the one I think he started like a mailroom clerk or something. Okay. And the current one was like an animator. And actually, so is Donald's current voice. They started, he started as an animator. Okay. And um, but yeah, he died in of like diabetes or something in two thousand nine. That's so a shame. I'm sorry. I think everything after two, it's been another guy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't liked him as much, but in three, I feel like he's gotten better. Okay. So because to be fair, I think I've noticed about Mickey in this series is 
I don't know if it's direction what. Mickey is a lot quieter sounding than you're yeah, used very, to. He's, he is not as enthusiastic because the situations don't call for as much. And, the, and that's... And he's, that's always, he's supposed to be like a wiser king. Yeah, he's and, very, very mild. And, and that's that's where I'm kind of... Uh, There's very little way of, oh boy. Well, that's where I'm kind of off-put because the Mickey Mouse and the Mickey Mouse shorts sounds much different oh, from this do you person. Mean, do you mean the ones that are like all, the old school style? Yeah. That's actually a different guy I read. I yeah. don't know why that is. Because the rest I, of the, the voices are the same. Because I really like that actor. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I thought that they would just reuse him No, for that's the guy from like Mickey... The guy that, you know, I think there's you know, like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, stuff at like Disney World. Mm-hmm. That's that's the main Mickey voice in the States, that guy. All right, so they're two different yeah. people. And uh, and lines. Goofy and Donald are the same guys they've been since the 80s. Of Those course. Are, I mean, a lot of people can do Donald's voice, but that Goofy voice, that's... That's, that's pretty iconic. I'm going to be very sad when that guy dies. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's gonna, that's right. Well, Goofy... No, no, he's fine. I'm just saying, yeah, years from now. It's... Uh, we've, we already lost Mickey. Uncle Scrooge. And yeah, Mickey. yeah, yeah. That's, and you, you're about to get to him in three, and I'm sad they didn't get... Uh, uh, what's his name? Doctor Who, yeah, uh, David Tennant, just another guy. But yeah, but uh, so, and for, also for a lot of the Disney movies, they're pretty good at getting a lot of the voices back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, particularly the, the newer, more modern ones because they're so alive and such. Yeah. Um, and sometimes there are exceptions. Like I don't think they got anybody from Lion King except maybe Pumbaa or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, they got Cheech. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Cheech Marin. Um, but like the whole Aladdin crew was back. That's cool. Um, in three, everybody from Frozen is back. Everybody from Tangled except Mandy Moore is back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. Often they get a pretty good, do a pretty good job of getting. I think everybody from Hercules except except Danny DeVito is back. Okay. And, yeah, uh, we we were just noting. Uh, Phil is mute in three. People are weirded out by that. Yeah, I was super weirded out by that. And they do the same. Spoilers. Same thing happens with Hans and Frozen, which I was disappointed by. Rabbit. Sorry, Serena was uh, was noting that um, the reason why they didn't do Phil. I know. Was, yeah. Why? Yeah, it was because the Japanese actor died. Yes. And they didn't. I think they have some hang-up, Japan. Japan has some hang-ups with that. Yeah. There. Yeah. There, he was the voice of the Colonel in Metal Gear. It's tradition for to retire that role. Except in three, I think Zaynort because his English and voice and Japanese voice actors died a couple months apart from each other. Because it was Leonard Nimoy here, um, and I know I don't know his name. The Japanese guy was the voice of Eggman in Japan. Wow. And he was in the seventies or eighties, whatever. So they both were. So it wasn't surprising. And I actually read. I mean, I didn't read what I'm about to say, which is that I'm guessing they were like, we can't make him mute or like replace the character because he's too important. You got to do it. Here's the thing: the guy they got in Japan in in English, I actually read. I finally found out they got Rutger Hauer from Blade Runner and some mm-hmm. other stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. The one in Japan is the son of that actor, wow. who is the voice of Solid Snake. Small world. Yeah, they're both actors. Yeah, and um, and so it's just neat to see that kind of level of of. But it's also I also find it very funny because the way dialogue is written and directed is very anime esque. Yes, very anime. With pauses and um, uh, like utterances. Uh, uh. Well, yeah, those 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 small noises like Sora's yeah. all about that. Oh, oh, oh. oh, all right. So I'm just getting to Twilight Town. Yeah. Um, and there's a moment where Sora is being spoken to from another from like I guess inside or beyond like the a voice. voice. Yeah. Oh. Or from hell or something, and it does that classic anime thing. Where it's like the screen will go black and there's subtitles and then yep. there's, and then it, it cut back to his face <gasps> and it's like a it's like a fish eye kind of lens and I immediately knew that technique and I was like shit I love that something's <laughs> happening <laughs> yep. I am a dork we're all dorks right now don't get so high and mighty <laughs> it, it, it is you got a Batman shirt he's got a tails on a chili dog shirt I got a plain red shirt but I'm a dork trust you're, me you're, <laughs> yeah you're showing your 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 Bayonetta Smash Brothers your Steven Universe poster but oh I forgot to mention at the beginning. Go look on Jen Ann. Um, Chris just did a, a talk with Felipe about oh, right. yeah. uh, what's it, what was it called the finale? It was, it's the Diamond Days. Yeah, the possible finale, the big thing of the, Steven. Yeah, the originally intended finale. So gonna one, are there, is there going to be one more season? From from what Felipe t- Felipe tells me, there's going to be another season yeah. sometime this fall. Right. And there's going to be a movie coming up too. TV movie. TV oh. movie. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll probably be the wrap up. All right, so um, Kingdom Hearts, but yeah, I. I I mean, it's easier for me to deal with when it's the original characters, but there is something very weird about seeing Disney characters doing that, um, especially in, Don't. like, 
<laughs> just have him goofy and Donald. No, like the Pixar characters. There's oh. a lot of like Mike was asking. Ah, oh, oh, oh. Or, was, was, uh, I almost said I almost said was and Buddy. Uh, was Buddy? That's bootleg. That's bootleg. Was and Buddy. Um, huh? Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I kind of like it. I, but you, you're you're more okay with that because I've seen you like you do it in uh, I saw in the, the World of Monsters animatic there are little points where they do that. Yeah, and that, I think that's a give or take thing. But for me, I'm just like, well, we Americans don't do that. We in our in our in our shows we don't do that a lot. In our shows, yeah. <laughs> we we do have like small stutters. Yeah, or, or, I want to do a compilation because I'm recording Kingdom Hearts three. I want to do a compilation of, of all of the characters doing it <laughs> and inner splice like the Dexter Lab Speed Racer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> three hours long. Three hours yeah. later. No, three hours long. Well, it would also be the sword of Donald Goofy, which is starting Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't know why, mm-hmm. where every character, when they're meeting everybody, or, or, or like thanking them, it's, it's the same order. Like, there's, and I did a, a clip when Woody, there was a leaked clip of Woody going, thanks for the help, Sora, Donald, Donald Goofy. Goofy. I hate there's that. There's always a pause. I hate that so much, and uh, I know Nomura loves, loves that, uh, and I'm not sure if that's a cultural thing. But I hate it how it's done in Kingdom Hearts, and maybe that's an anime thing too. But I, I hate know. it because you could just as easily say you, hey, you guys, and it takes up half the time. I will say, <laughs> to I will say, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. One thing they should stuck with, and I did the Be Hero Six level day, which is one of the best levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sora gets the idea to call themselves Keyblade Hero Three. That's cool. And Donald's upset because he's like, we don't use Keyblades. <laughs> that's great sorry you're, you're being inconsiderate okay okay so I do have a lot of hangups with Kingdom Hearts 3 but mm. one of the things I really do like about it is that they made Sora dumber oh that's been happening from game to game <laughs> that's actually something I don't like because he was pretty rational in 1 but he wasn't as cool as Riku he wasn't as you know level headed as Kyrie. then in 2 you know we get to oh, we're gonna meet Santa Claus guys isn't this great they, they ratcheted up to such a degree Dreamed up distance I even noticed it even more like oh my god Sora have you been getting brain damage and in 3 I'm like you are 5 the, the only instance where I did didn't, or where I really had a problem with it was in two because Sora really wanted to become a pirate, and yep, me so be, three. when me being in college was like pirates are literal murderers and thieves and yeah. rapists. What's yeah. the problem, Sora? Yeah, haven't you seen uh, Captain Phillips in uh, the South Park episode? Jesus Christ, dude! He, he, he has the Cartman impression. Yo ho ho, Somalian pirates. We. Oh boy, <laughs> someone tell this boy what pirates do. But he meets Jack Sparrow. And I guess he figures it out. But hopefully in Kingdom Hearts 3... Oh, his first line is he's seeing the Yoho song. Dark. He's like, we get to be pirates again. Mm-hmm. That's his opening line. Isn't oh. that great? Mm-hmm. No, he has not learned. Okay, so I take a little bit of that back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, up to the point where I'm at now... You, there, you're there very are, early. There are some good jokes. Uh, they, they, okay, I think we need to go back to... Let's go back to one. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, Let's go back to one. I'm, I keep thinking we're on three since we no, did the if, retrospect. If we just, I feel like we exactly we're going to be here all, all day. Okay. Um, so that's the story. That's Kingdom Hearts, everybody. Good night. No, um, what are you, what are some things that stand out to you about Kingdom Hearts 1? Can you say like, how much it means to you well, in terms the, of the writing or the combat or, or what? I guess uh, it's, been a, it's been a long time since I've played it, but one of the things that stood out to me was just how... It felt really. It felt more authentic, I guess, uh, in that regard. Because the story was to the point. Well, to the point, but it was also Kingdom Hearts. Can, Kingdom Hearts can be super tropey uh, oh, yeah. in oh, regards yeah. to like it's totally anime. Yeah, the heart means light and dark. I, or I even say like the the trio of like there's so many like kids anime where you have like a plucky main hero boy, angsty friend boy, and yeah. girl. Yeah, that's Sora Riku and Kyrie. Yeah, but it tackles those tropes in a very a little more developed manner. In a very effective way. Yeah. Not, and at least not to the point where, you know, y- yeah, the heart means light. 
And yeah, it's, it's, dark, it's, it's, and it's basically your soul too. Yeah, That's basically yeah. what the heart is. Yeah. yeah, and darkness means bad or evil mm-hmm. or whatnot, or, mm-hmm. or you know, getting things done no matter consumption. Uh, yeah, getting to results no matter what the cost is. Force, yeah, yeah. Um, it it handled those themes in a way where it was both entertaining and effective. It was and not simple uh, and, and not comp- uh, not convoluted to a no, point where no, you couldn't I, understand it. I think one thing, I, I still get the later picture of this, it can be a surprisingly emotional series. Yeah. When you get to, even though there's very little actual death, there's a lot of conflict, there there can be some, you know, uh, some people switching sides, uh, some sac- big sacrifices. There is... Uh, like, I'll say one of my favorite art character arcs, we'll get to it, is Axel. Yeah. Because he starts out as a monster in Chain of Memories, but by the time two ends and then past that, he's, he's like him. So, I remember, I really like Riku. Uh, like he mm-hmm. was, he was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I really he, he goes with some shit in that he, first. Game. He go, he does go with some real shit. Like he's like, fuck this beach. I want to go save Kyrie and go on an adventure. Yeah, and Sora's just like, this. yeah. Uh, and Riku's just like, I will accept the darkness. I don't know and about you. And like he likes the dog and the duck more than you. Yeah, I and mean, he straight up tells Sora like, you got some new friends. I see. Yeah, you bitch. And he just, <laughs> just bails on them. Yeah, he's looking so hard. He's like, wait, wait, where'd he go? Uh, I I dug that because it's like I. Who wouldn't feel that way? Uh, Especially when you're a kid and you're trying to do everything possible to save the people that you. I I like the fact that they're dwelling on how they how the dynamics with each other, where you know, Sora and Riku have have a rivalry, but he 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 looks up to Riku in a way. Yeah, he's starting to develop romantic feelings for Kyrie, but doesn't know how to express them. Mm -hmm. And just the way those things those things go, it's it. I don't know. I feel like that would be been very easy to fumble, but that's that's the thing. I think Cart One still tells it's easily the best story of the series. Yeah, it's. It's much more streamlined without all the other stuff. Yeah, other stuff, characters and concepts, yeah, and ultra, ultra egos. Yeah, and trying to it, all this other terminology fluff that gets in the way. And I mean, you could call it a world building, but at the end of the day, um, I kind of feel like it's not a lot ex- of it matters much. Well, not really. It's just ex- it's extra stuff that you have, right? Like. You, the organization thirteen comes in later, yeah, we'll but it's still like you come the next game, yeah, but it's still uh, you still focus a lot of your energy in one on who the hell is Ansem? Yeah, he has so much yeah. presence and you barely see and him. He's great. He's great. Do you know who voiced him in the first game? Uh, who was it? It was Billy, Billy Zane, Zane, the yeah. boyfriend from Titanic. Yeah, and from two onwards, it was taken over by Richard Epcar, who's a mm-hmm. uh, uh, bateau mm-hmm. and my favorite. Bo 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 bo. Nice. Yeah. Um, also, it's cool that it kind of makes sense. Like, which who would be the most important Disney villain? Maleficent, Darkness, yeah. Evil Sorcery. Do you know who her voice is? Because this freaked me out. Who? It's Wanda from Fairly Odd Parents. No, that's cool. <laughs> I just came over here to go. Sorry, sport. <laughs> the darkness has you. <laughs> Sorry, sport. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh boy. Um, um, Maleficent. 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 Um, Maleficent is. Became very disappointing after a while. She has been kind of relegated to the sidelines. I really dug her relationship with Riku, knowing that she was kind of using and I liked, Riku. And I like the twist of how she was being used. Yeah. And, you know, you get, the, you get the dragon. One of my favorite things that I wish they would do more in the first game, that cutscene where all the villains are together over watching tour and, like, and just commenting to each other. Because that's something they don't like to do outside of the Mickey stuff, is have these other characters meet. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, there's Jafar with Ursula! And yeah! Like, yeah! Oh, that's odd! Like, that kind of, like, fan ficky bullshit, where it's yeah. like, what if... All the Disney, <laughs> what if the Disney villains, but together, like, and that, yeah, no, and being the culture that we're in, uh, that, that that we grew up with, with the Golden Renaissance, yeah, we all thought yeah. it, and we all wanted it to happen, yeah. and here it is. I'm still a little sad that Gaston was never in the games. Me too. They just did an organization. <laughs> 
I mean, I get that he is too dumb <laughs> to get. I'm trying to, to think. They've to, had they've had dumb villains. I feel like they've had dumb villains. I don't know. But, Gaston don't do much reading. Let's be honest. He's a schemer by the end. He's a, but yeah. I will say that Gaston was charismatic. He was charismatic because he was able to like rile up an entire village to go and kill the beast and and, and kill the beast. Uh, barricade and into that beast's castle. Kill the beast. Let me put it this way. So I don't think that. I don't think that Gaston has the patience to be with Organization Thirteen. He would be relegated. Oh no, to... I'm talking about Maleficent's like just as as a villain of that level. Okay, well, none, talk... none of the villains are part of the organization. Well, 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 one, well, sorry, what I'm getting at is Gaston would be relegated to what the hunter guy Clayton. and yeah, that's what Clayton. I'm talking about. Because he he like was boss of a level. He wasn't really part of that circle. No, he, he's doing his own thing. Yeah, I'm thinking that. That's Gaston... what I'm talking about. Or Scar. Yeah, well, Scar's working with Peter. Okay, look, we're, we, we, we're all look, we're, uh, look what you've made us do. Anything <laughs> about Gaston for ten minutes? He's not even in the games. Actually, I think he did show up in the smartphone game. But who gives a shit? Um, so, and I will say, uh, I remember the last act of Game Hearts One was such an emotional roller coaster. It was heavy twists and stuff like going down. Like uh, Riku's possessed by this real villain. That he's, shit was great. He's killed Maleficent. It was so awesome. Sora kills himself to save Kyrie and the others. Yeah, that was sad. No, 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 no. Before all that happens, and fights Riku. You know, before that happens, what Riku takes Sora's Keyblade. Yes, yes. That shit was and great. And the big reveal, it was meant for him. Yeah, Sora was. He says the delivery boy, and then you find out later, yeah, that was it. But then you know the Keyblade is like Thor's hammer. It's yeah. kind of sentient, and it realizes Riku's not worthy anymore. Yeah, Sora earns the Keyblade back. That's awesome. Yeah. And the uh, fact that, like, you know, Donald Reed and Goofy have to go over to him and they're so upset. And then when they face each other, they're like, no, wait, this is BS. We're staying with Tori. Yeah. They're like, fuck that. We don't, we don't care you if you're the chosen one. You're a shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, poor Riku. No. But Sora earned it. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say one thing I like that Riku's arc in later games has been he is very, very guilty about that. Yeah. He's learned. And I, I'm glad that he kind of, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that he's found his way out of it. Yeah. Or at least to the point where I'm at in the game where he's like, I'm good now. Yeah, like, no, I realize yeah. all the bad shit that I've done. And yeah. it's, I've forgiven myself for it. And Sora had forgiven him by the end of two. I think they were, he was oh, definitely actually better. I mean, Sora will forgive almost anyone. Yeah, um, But, uh, so, and, and then just talk about like how it ended. Like, like I said, both Cliffhanger, but very bittersweet. Like, it ended with all three of them still separated. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know... Uh, though I will say, one of the best, coolest thing about the end is when you finally see Mickey. After yeah. all this build-up, and bam, he has a keyblade too. <laughs> Sora has a keyblade. No, it's Mickey. No, Sora, let's go to the Yeah, that's not excited there. But then in two, he's very quiet. He's very quiet. So in interesting two. thing I read, because um, I was like, why did they say him for so briefly at the end? I think apparently they only say his name at the end once. You can mm-hmm. trust him Mickey or something. One of Disney's rules, like you, you need to use... prove yourself first. You can only use Mickey this much at one part. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't overuse Mickey or it's, yeah. Kind of reminds me of you know the trivia about him and Bugs and Roger Rabbit, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. How that. both of them were like they have to be on screen the exact same amount and have the same amount of words. Like yeah, one of them can't same, upstage same the other. amount of words, same amount of frames. That's the only way you see those. They two actually had animation supervisors and, and other producers to in that, sure that counting the frames. That's the only way that like, you can't have one. Beef Disney beef. does not play around with no, their uh, with, uh, with their IP. Um, yeah, that's why, and they, I guess they wanted to use him more, but that's why that was it. I kind of attribute like we, they, they were like, we give you down a Gooby, that's enough. I kind of attribute a lot of the writing issues with Kingdom Hearts probably to Disney. I no, want I, I attribute it to Nomura. I, I want to. <laughs> I don't. I attribute it to Nomura. But now I'm playing three, and all right. So when I get to two, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I almost jumped ahead to three, but when I started playing two. That was when I started to notice a couple of cracks. That's when everybody did. So, but uh, let's touch on briefly Chain of Memories. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, the retread in the world. I will give it credit. Very good sprite work. It was cool to see a 2D Kingdom oh, yeah. Hearts game and see what all those characters would look like on the GBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and some good music and such, too. And 
it did at least plant the seeds I was very curious about. Like, all right, so I think some, like you said, some of the secret movies showed like hooded these hooded, like, a very distinctive black 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 getup, and they would just call the organization in this, and they were they made it clear like it's not just us. We have a higher up, and mm-hmm. you know the conflict of that was that one of them, some of them were starting to turn like for stage a coup, and Axel was a double agent who like, hey, no, I'm killing you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was left like, all right, so and they weren't really explaining the deal with Nominee either. Because she was, it was like, they made it clear, like, okay, this girl has power. She has some connection to Kyrie, but what is it? And so they were, and then, and then you know, okay, so where is it sleep now? So there's another good cliffhanger. So it was playing the seeds and, like, getting us all interested. Like, who are, what are we going to learn about these characters and, and everything in two? And then two starts, and we're playing as Roxas on summer vacation. And we're getting all these slow cut scenes and mini games. And we're like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> Spend two hours getting a job, finding Vivi. Did you ever see uh, MC Chris ranting about that? No. He, he he was ranting like I don't want to play as Rogers. I want to play a sword. Go around kicking Disney. Wow, what is this stuff? And I go to the bulletin board and I look at all the jobs. And I do all the errands and I get enough money to buy a train ticket to get on the dope ass Disney train to go to the fun fucking part of the game. That's bullshit. It took me like four years. I didn't see so much as a Sebastian the Crab for like a hundred millennia. Meanwhile, you're playing Resident Evil 4, and it's like, bitch, zombies coming up the hill right now. Shoot him in the head. Shoot him. Grab the shotgun. I, did, I didn't mind playing as Roxas. I it's did, easier when you go back and skip all the cutscenes. I did mind um, er, doing anything but fighting as Roxas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put up the posters. Bugs. Turn it out. Help move, um, help a, move a cart. Help move this cart. Get a cart. Move these packages. Get a job. And I'm like, stop. I just want to yeah. fight. So I will say the the one cool thing about those is how they're building up like a, a mystery because just weird shit starts happening. Oh yeah, it starts going Matrix on you. Axel showing up acting like he knows Roxas. You finally you finally meet Diz Christopher Lee, who was who did appear in the uh, in the in the first in the Chain of Memories, who I was thinking was Ansem. To get, don't get me wrong, I think the concept of making a creating a mystery is really cool. Yeah, I like how they did that aspect. But play I, I, don't, I don't I don't think the execution in game no. with these characters no. was good. No. And uh, it's a 2-hour cutscene. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. It's a 2-hour tutorial. tutorial. Tutorial, yeah. And you can't even do like magic and stuff that Sora can do, so nope. it's not a full tutorial. Mm-hmm. Though at least once you once he wakes up and, you know, you get Sora then, you know, the game starts feel like it starts proper. But I remember one of the things that I was hyped about was cuz I was, you know, porn over every trailer and I remember two things that had me really curious. Cause I was like, "Oh, are they going to resurrect Ansem?" cuz there were two things. One Diz when he has to get up, he has he does like a darker skin tone, probably disguise. And I was like, could be him. And then also, one of the trailers for Kimura 2 that's on Japanese, they did like a rapid-fire montage. At the end, the last shot was Ansem, the organization cloak. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that the game, one of the mysteries the game is, keeps building up is what the fuck has happened to Riku since this. Because the Chain of Memories ended up with him, you know, partnering with Mickey. And then you find him, they're like, what happened? And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't do anything. I, he told me not to say anything. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and then he like, disappears in another dimension or something. You're like, what the fuck is going on with Riku? Yeah. And then there's another one of my favorite parts where Christopher Lee Diz is talking in this laboratory where we're starting to still piece things together with Roxas, talking to this other hooded guy. And he's like, you still haven't told me your name. Takes it off, it's Ansem. And he just mm-hmm. laughs. And I'm like, oh shit, he's back, but what's going on? Oh, we gotta wait. And then you get to the end. That's Riku. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. Not really. I mean, it just... It was funny when Riku's voice started coming out of Ansem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the... I'm like, I, it's, it's, it's going from... And then it gets crazier because, you know, you find you find about Nobody's in Heartless. Mm-hmm. They see the poster of, oh, there's Ansem. And then Mickey comes in, 
No, that's an imposter. It goes from... He fought the wrong guy. Yeah. It, and then when they first see Zemus, they call him, look, it's the guy who's not handsome. Yeah. I did, I did like that line. Um, I, it goes... Zemus is probably the weakest villain, too. Like, it, he has no presence. It goes from um, trying to figure out who this person is to the big reveal and then going, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... it's in, Get used to that. Yeah. The entirety of two felt like that. It's like, what... You're Riku? And he's like, I'm still touched by darkness. It's like, but you look like Charles Barkley. Why? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Like, you don't need that. Uh, why can't Charles Barkley be a character in this? Why can't many things happen in Kingdom Hearts 2? But uh, So how did you feel about Kingdom Hearts 2? Because I remember you said you felt like that one became too much about cutscenes and press X to win. That's exactly what it was. I mean, it, it was to, me. to they, me. Yeah, they lowered the difficulty, they ramped up the story, amount of story, and they added the reaction commands. These content sensitive, add a cutscene, do major damage. I feel like that's kind of this. Uh, I feel like it's, there's a little bit of that that carried over into Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, it's carried over to the series since. Yeah, Birth by sleep was the same way. Not, it's not my favorite thing, but there's still, it's, I, I still liked enough of Kingdom Hearts two to be to like, enjoy it, to enjoy right, to enjoy it, and just turn my brain off from the story. And, and yeah, I'm finding after playing Final Fantasy fifteen that you can't get away with that anymore. But um, I, at least I'm hearing Kingdom Hearts 2 doesn't feel incomplete story-wise. Yes. Just confusing as well. Yes. And uh, there, that uh, I haven't played that far. But even still, with Kingdom Hearts 2, there were areas where I felt there was... Even with the parts that were, um, that were confusing, complex, convoluted, there was build-up. There was like, I'm interested enough to be emotionally invested yeah, in this. Yeah, no, there's still a really good payoff. I... I teared up at the end of two. Mm -hmm. You finally get the reunion, and it felt like they finally get the happy ending they've been striving for. I felt like I didn't exactly tear up, but there are parts where I was like, like really close to the television, yeah. and I was like, okay, all right, I'm gonna have to back up for a little bit because me and my roommate were playing Kingdom Hearts two. We actually took a day off of our from our um, exam week wow. to play the Thousand Heartless battle, and yeah. we woke up, sat in the middle of the floor. Or, uh, and we're like, okay, we're doing this. And we kept passing the remote. Be like, your turn. And we just kept like going back and forth. Like, yeah. all right, here comes Cloud. Here comes Squall. All right, it's your yeah. turn. And we just kept doing that. Um, that turned into a week. <laughs> of the Thousand Heartless battle? Not, not just, not, I'm sorry, not just the battle, but we wound up beating Kingdom Hearts 2 that week. Okay. Because we kept trading off like that. And we just did all our, we did most of our work at home. So, so we, you could watch each other play or something? Or yeah. Listen. So it got to the point where... We're at the f we're we're pumped like mm -hmm. we're not sad we're not we're not happy we're not as emotionally invested in this thing as we want to be we're, we're just pumped. stoked to beat it <laughs> so we get to the final battle you know the where where Zemnus is in the stupid Oreo cloak and you know he's the zebra a, outfit yeah the I'm a zebra man <laughs> I'm a zebra man with lasers and he's fucking like does the, the laser thing and oh and nobody knows at first you have to alternate X and triangle because you're playing as Riku that shit why am I getting murdered that shit was hard. Until you figure it out. Yeah. So, so we cheated. What? What, what we when, when we inevitably, inevitably did was, you know how you hold in the controller and you got to do like, you're, you're like trying to press X and... Yeah, uh, uh, so I was saying. Yeah. With lasers. What we did was, uh, we kept dying, 
So what we did was, okay, turn the controller over. What? You're only pressing two buttons. Turn it over. We turned the controller over. And so one one thumb was doing one button and the other thumb was doing the other button. So basically just like... You Wait, know, each of you was doing a thumb? No. Just, oh, well, all, just, okay, you made it easier. We were doing two hands on one controller. Right, all your hands over on, on the, the, the oh, symbol buttons. Yeah, on the symbol button. So we're just like... Just, yeah. During the laser battle. Yeah, where Sora and Record just like yeah, fucking deflecting lasers and the camera's like, whoa! And that shit was amazing! <laughs> The look Serena is giving you right now. <laughs> She's like my husband. I wish I was there for that. I wish that we know. I wish that we known each other back then. It was, it was amazing. A, it was a, it was an amazing day. Yeah. Um. We beat that game that day, mm-hmm. and it was it was fun. Yeah. Um. But I didn't really leave. I didn't really leave that game with a sense of completion mm. because the story didn't feel complete. It felt like. It's over. That's it's over. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like cool. All right, we did it. We beat we beat Zebra Man in a cloak and with an Oreo in an Oreo room. All right, he's dead. I hope. Um, Sora fought with two Keyblades. That was cool. Um, dual wield. Dual. Yeah. I don't remember much about that ending except there was a birth by sleep concept to it that was a secret movie that w- and it was cool as shit yeah but i didn't feel anything for the ending <laughs> i was just like i'm done yeah i like uh, all the plot point uh, plot points felt like so convoluted and so overly done the organization threw a big wrench into like they really did how much was going on and how easy it was to follow yeah um and i'll just simply speak my piece now I still, I'm in agreement with you that the first has the best story of still the whole series. I still find two a lot more fun to play. That's, yeah. One is... That's understandable. It's it's more challenging, but it's a lot more basic. And I love the flourishes and flashiness of that. Yeah, those those were were pretty, those those mini cutscenes were pretty cool. And we'll get to three, even even more of that. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. Um, So neither of us played uh, Days. Did you Mm. ever watch the cutscenes, though? No. Okay, so I'll just sum it up real quick, because a lot of people love that game just because of the character dynamic. And actually, we should, we should talk about uh, Axel a little bit, because mm-hmm. he has an arc thrown from two, and Days doesn't help it make it a little more sense, because when he was, you know, when they he just first joined, uh, the last two members to join were Roxas, and mm-hmm. before Kimaris 2, another member called Shion, who was like another girl his age. And uh, he would bond with them between missions, eating the sea salt ice cream, that's mm-hmm. so iconic, on the tower in Twilight Town, just chatting it up. Yeah. And it made him start to question, you know, his motivations and allegiances and the whole good evil thing. Uh, long story short, it was... We found out Shion was weird because she wasn't actually a nobody. Um, they've gotten into into the series that they've been able to make kind of like artificial like replicas of people or things. She was the harvested from the data of, of Sora's memories. Mm. That was a kind of like what her heart was made of. Mm-hmm. And they determined that, and eventually uh, some of the others get involved, like Nominee does, and just, you know, like if Sora wants to wake up and be complete, not just Roxas has to die, but so does Shion. Mm-hmm. And long story short, she does, and that's what caused Roxas to leave. Mm-hmm. And uh, and because. They actually did a thing also touched on that because of her origins and memories, everybody would gradually forget about her entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had enough time to be like, I want to go out and figure this out on my own. Maybe find Kingdom Hearts, maybe get her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he met Riku, didn't go well, got captured. That's mm-hmm. also what made Riku turn to Ansem because he almost lost the battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Axel also, you know, he's acting out of line from two, trying to find Roxas, and then eventually help Sora out and die in the process. Mm-hmm. And then come back as late as a good guy. Um and yeah, Days doesn't seem very fun to play, and I'm just I'm gonna make enemies here. I I don't give a shit about Shion. She is <laughs> I'm looking at all the like all the main female characters have something that you feel for them, like, oh Kyrie's so nice, Aqua's so noble and responsible. Nami's really tragic, like the organization's like abusing her. Shion is just 
emo girl. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't have a personality to her mm-hmm. other than, oh, Stagy died. Okay, sure. What? Okay. A lot of people die in Kingdom Hearts. But she's the one who didn't have, like, a nobody or something. So, mm-hmm. like, she's... I mean, they're touching on three. I'll say right now. They realize, hey, there's somebody else in Sora's heart. There's still traces of her. Mm-hmm. Do you know this instance, too? When he's dreaming, she pops up for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, she still has some sort of consciousness. Literally, the only thing I think about when I think about Shion is well, another weird voice actress that I found out. What's her name? Um... Her name's Allison Stoner. She's been in... I think she's had small roles in Korra and Voltron. But I was I was like, okay, wait. Isabella? Phineas mm. and Ferb? Cool. When is she going to ask Roxas what, he, what he's doing? Mm-hmm. When is she going to go for her merit badges? And actually, I think she, that was who they got for her uh, for Kyrie in 3. Cool. They were like, you're already another girl. Here, you do this. And oh, Roxas cracked me up with Jesse McCartney, mm. who was like a teen pop, pop idol. Yeah. And then I found out he's the voice of Theodore in all the Chipmunks movies. Cool. No, not cool. No, not cool? Those are bad. Oh, you said Chipmunks movie. I Mo- thought you meant the Chipmunks show. No. Okay. No, the... the no. <laughs> anyway. Oh, do you know who Axel is? No. It is uh, Raiden from Metal Gear. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Like, a more popular character, I would say, is, right. is, is Axel. All right. Um, and so moving on, we're getting past days. I'm getting two carpenter voice actors again, but I uh, I just wanted to catch up a little bit. So after that was coded... I, oh, no, no. Birth by Sleep. Let's talk about Birth by Sleep. Have you watched any of it? Or I watched it, you, I watched a bit of it. And you I'm said no, you're familiar with some of the story. I'm familiar with some of the story, how like those three characters were originally taking a key, um, Keyblade exam yeah. under uh, Mark, Mark Hamill. Master Mark Ericus. Hamill. And, and his uh, old friend Spock. Oh, old friend Spock. That was another good laying like carrot in the stick because if you played two, you remembered you saw Zaynor as a handsome, pretty boy. Yeah. And then you saw this old guy with the same skin tone, but he was like, "What? How? What happens?" Yeah. And something crazy happens. See, I noticed Zaynor's special power is to pull special powers out of his ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm noticing that. It's a it's a very Dragon Ball position uh, time travel. Yeah, very Dragon Ball esque kind of trick. Though I will give credit, Leonard Nimoy's awesome. And Leonard in, Nimoy in does kind of sell it, so yeah. it's kind of hard. Like, and I bet he had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Well, uh, I forget who said it because there is a voice actor who is in Kingdom Hearts, and he noted that he was doing lines and did not know what he was saying. <laughs> Just him. <laughs> Just him? I'm sure there are plenty others, but he was very I'll outright. bet Mickey and Goofy and Donald are like, we know some of these names, but uh, okay. I'm, sh- I'm sure there were very, uh, I'm sure there were others, but he was very outright about it. He was like, I don't know what the fuck we I'm don't talking about. No. Oh, I wish I, I should. No. What do, so do you remember much of what you've seen from the cutscenes or, or gameplay? What I remember um, besides that. Besides um, Xehanort. Besides Xehanort, besides Terra, Aqua, and Venitas? Ventus. Ventus. Venitas was a. Dark one made from him, basically. Right, right. He's actually weird with the keyblade, spelled X-blade, but pronounced keyblade. And he looked like Sor, right? Yeah, and it took me a long time to figure. And he's voiced by Haley Drosman. His face voice. Okay. It took me a long time to figure this out. Um, basically, there's this weird cut in the beginning where he takes him to Destiny Island. Mm-hmm. Basically, I think like Venture's basically some orphan who who Xehanort saw potential in, but kind of broke him at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I, he took him to Island for whatever reason. And that's when, actually, when the post-credit scene takes place, mm-hmm. where a piece of where some of Ben's heart drifts apart, meets this kid Sora, mm-hmm. and decides to reside in there. Okay. So Sora, Sora's heart is like a, a, basically an apartment at this point for okay. a bunch of for two two doppelgangers of, of Jeff, Jesse McCartney and this one emo girl. Okay. All right. And uh, and I but I like what they do with uh, I really like it with Tara because mm-hmm. he's someone who starts out immediately like you think he's going to be the Riku equivalent. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pass the test because he's out some darkness in him mm-hmm. and then Xehanort starts showing a lot of interest in him and I was like oh this is going to be like an Anakin yeah. situation he's going to be a, be a if he went on to be a, in get your an- arrogance <laughs> you killed him <laughs> and then Tara goes no yeah, he, does, well, he kills Luke Skywalker but he, no! more, he more cries about it like Master Eric and 
Aqua is kind of. I feel like she's the most responsible of those three. Her her story is her like trying to pick up their shit, like clean, like put things together after these guys fuck up. Um, also, I I feel like I do want to bring this up. Um, Aqua, uh, here always hear people go best girl, best girl, and I'm like, look at Kingdom Hearts. Ninety percent of your main characters are children. Your choices yeah. of best girl are pretty limited. So, yeah. yeah. Aqua would have to be the best girl well, because I like, she's. Uh, a... I like Larkseen, the female organization member of the blonde. That's right. Yeah, I got to her in three. Her voice is pretty cute, mm-hmm. but she is a she's a bitch. Yeah, and um, of course, I was going to say that that does that does not stop shippers from no. Sora, Riku, Sora, no. and Roxas. I remember back in college, I was in one of the computer labs, and she around the door next to me had pulled up images of Sora and Roxas fucking. And I'm like, oh well, let's <laughs> let's let me let me put this out. Let me get this out in the air mm-hmm. because Kingdom Hearts is highly shippable. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. It's <laughs> it is. I'm not, but not the Disney characters, oddly enough. No, well, um, um, someone on the internet will find a way. <laughs> um, you don't see it as much as the no, nah, not as much as the anime characters are. But man, Kingdom Hearts. With all the characters being so connected to one another yeah. and showing such interest in one another, oh, yeah. they're very, very shippable. Almost to the point where, like, even anyone, e- anyone. even in the beginning, where it's like Sora uh, in Kingdom Hearts One, when Riku passes Sora the Palpu fruit, even as a kid, I was like, "Oh, they fucking <laughs> give it to me, Sora." <laughs> it's like what. Well, like, uh, like we're playing this game at... That's, th- that's probably something where Disney stepped in. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> playing this game at like 14 or 15. Sweetie's I'm like... giving us a look again. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say, there's a scene, I don't know if you got into it yet, where you get one of the early scenes where uh, Lee and Kyrie and 3 are off training together mm-hmm. for us. They're just having, you know, they're bonding because she hated him in 2. And now she's like, oh, he's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm sh- I think I've seen people going like, oh, man, I ship them now. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Axel's a-, a pedophile. Ship him. <laughs> Like as a, as a kid playing this game, like it's so easy to see all these characters being uh, being romantically inclined to one another. Like, uh, what do you uh, want to bet there's a drawing of the organization just all fucking each other? Jeez, Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're Japan. Uh, Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, Disney, you couldn't escape it. They're they're all. You knew what you were in for when you signed the dotted line. Every organization thirteen, they all have those. They all have those really intense eyes. Yeah. And they always like... And pretty hair. They're, they're intense eyes, pretty hair, and they're fucking smug. Oh, they're yeah. They're also oh, yeah. fucking smug. Yeah, that's the thing. Some of them are more, are more reserved. Yeah. Like I say about Larkin, you look at she's just bitching people. She's, she's, a, she's not uh, very uh, regal. Yeah. Then you have, then you have that, that goatee guy with the card. He's awesome. And then I fight him. I'm like, you ain't shit. Why are you acting like you are? <laughs> they think they are. Yeah, they think they're they are. <laughs> oh, and I was going to say, because you were talking about anime voice actors, did you ever watch um, Digimon back in the day? Yes, I did. So do you know who uh, who Lexan is? He's got the long blonde hair and he's kind of whiny and shady memories. Um, uh, uh, Axel sets him on fire. Who is he's it? back in three. I don't think you've gotten to him yet. It's uh, Ken from season two. Digimon. Oh, okay. Digimon Emperor. Okay, cool. He's also in the Dangarampa games. I love him in that. Cool. Um, so, 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 Birth by Sleep. Uh, they also, I think this was one where, like, they saw some really cool and meaningful changes to the combat system. Mm-hmm. One they really missed that I was, because it's not three, is the command deck idea. Like, no more MP meter. You get a bunch of different individual moves, and, and each time you use one, it has a cooldown period. Mm-hmm. But you don't, but, the, but technically, the amount of times you can use them is unlimited. And there, that's, there's, I feel like there's more of an element of strategy to that. And other stuff that like and they carried over to three the uh, building up a meter and, and getting different like super meters based on the elements you use. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, it's more the elements and the keyblade you use. Yeah, in three we'll get to that, which I think is cool. Yeah, and um, also they do some cute things with in terms of like the, the worlds they choose, like not big ones for the most part. I'm still sad there was never a Lilo and Stitch world because Stitch is popping up into. 
Brooke Bessie, it's the beginning of the movie where he escapes from the space prison. You mm-hmm. run into Jumba on that alien councilwoman and stuff. And that was a cool idea. Like, And then there's a... What's the one that also... Oh, they, they found it. They really love doing Hercules levels for whatever reason. They do. And so in Birth by Sleep, it's the costume again, but it's the skinny teen Herc when he's still training with Phil. I remember that, yeah. And doesn't Zach... Zach shows up and yeah. one of the best moments happens. Where he hits on Aqua? He, he's like, how about one day? And her response is, oh, you mean, well, I have to go right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, very, sorry, very, struck out. Very cute. And then others that are actually touching more on the classic princesses who just popped up. There's a Cinderella level, there's a Snow White level, there's Sleeping Beauty levels. So mm-hmm. they, they kind of get their time to... Yeah. I, I, I got to also recommend this Twitter account called uh, Out of Context Kingdom Hearts, where it's just screen caps of the dialogue can be so goofy. They so have it's one, one with Tara. And the, where he, he's basically playing the part of the, the huntsman, where yeah. the queen is like, here's this heart. Take out Snow White's heart and put it in there. And he goes, I don't understand. There's this one part, There's this uh, in the same Twitter account, there's this Tara who's there's Terry who's talking about like the world of darkness yeah. and he's like I can't he's like the darkness is about to consume me there's a wide shot of just like Minnie and Chip yeah, and yeah. Like, what there's always a part like when you go to there's like there's a full on Disney town in that level that's basically tuned down from Disney World yeah and it's just so at odds with the story they're just like what the fuck it's like and Chip and Dale and Huey Dewey also Huey and Dewey are, are the same age in that game as they are 10 years later yeah. they are ageless they are ageless they are mortal beings this is, uh, this is it's around here Birth by Sleep gave me a little bit of hope for Kingdom Hearts Good. because I sure. didn't. While it while I didn't play it, I knew that these characters. Um, I mean, by the time the game came out, I knew that these characters were still were going to be connected mm-hmm. with Sora, Riku, and Kyrie. And I was okay with that, and I was super down for it. And also the idea that this, you know, this original villain that we hinted at, there's more to him. Yeah, I wasn't completely happy about that, but I was still willing to give it a chance. Um, but it did. The way that the story had played out with those three, it felt it felt like it was coming back to that more uh, bittersweet off. Yeah, there's authentic. also the fact that I was like, well, we're not seeing these guys here, and we don't know why he looks like. I feel like it's not going to end. It's like, yeah, none of them die, but their fates are bad. Yeah, it was. It really felt like it was going. Especially it, Aqua, that's he's in hell basically. Yeah, it, it definitely felt a lot more authentic. And then like they did that special two point eight with Dream Drop Distance that I was pretty interested in. Oh, you mean the the fragmentary patch that replaces Aqua? Yeah. We'll that, get to that. Yeah. That seemed really cool. Mm. I saw some gameplay. I just stopped eating the chicken. I'm, I'm crunching into the microphone. You're fine. It, it, that seemed really interesting. Um, interesting. And at the time, I was like, this is, this fucking looks awesome. Yeah. I can just play this game. Yeah, you should. Do you have the PS4 remasters? I do. I do. I only have three. I did not pick up the, the bundle. I could loan you my copy. I have it on disc. Oh, that'd be nice. I'll mail it to you. I'm sorry. It's, 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 I'll do that sometime. Okay. So that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't worry about postage. You, you give me the cool stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, it has one, two, Chain of Memories, and Dream Drop Distance, and the... Sure. It doesn't have 2.8, but I think you... I don't it. mind going back down memory lane. Okay, if, cool. Uh, if it'll allow me to... Get a little bit of idea, better idea of the story? Get a, a idea of the good times that were the story. Do you think... Then. How many fans do you think we have listening to this angry? Like, how dare you insult Kingdom Hearts? I'm really... Okay. Let me, let, me, let me make it clear. I love Kingdom Hearts. I, I'm not going to be that shitty fan who's just like, fuck you, dude, this is the story and that's it. I know I'm giving off that vibe. I really like Kingdom Hearts a lot, and it means a lot to me. Um, but the I'm, way direction its story is taken, the way it's executed, it's personally not my taste. I mean, considering that I will, when Kingdom Hearts came out for the very first time, I was 14. I'm Same. 34. So oh, I, I was not. Okay, so, no, so, we're not so, 14 when it came some out. Of the ma- some of my math is getting a little off. It's been more than 10 years. 
it's yeah. it's been more than it, it's it's been more than a reasonable amount to tell a very uh, to, to tell a very sustained and comfortable story that which can, is, I think that's part of why three is it's it's I can tell it's kind of being a wrap up of everything. It's not kind of it's not it's not the end of the series, but you can think of it as like a season finale, this an story, arc ending. This story is not easily told, and that's not a no, testament. Probably to, not easily wrapped up either. It's not it's not a, and that's not a tense a testament to like its complexity or like how deep it is. It feels like it's been fumbled. All, yeah, it's not complex in a genuine, interesting way. It's yeah, complex in oh, oh, I gotta remember that thing. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm genuinely sorry if you feel like. And I will that admit, I'm, I had some fun in recent years in the build up for three, getting reacquainted and some stuff. Like that, I had never actually beaten uh, Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, and that was like I said, peak bonkers when you have pretty young Xehanort going, the rules of time travel are as follows. Uh, you must leave your body behind. Another version of yourself must be meeting you when you get there. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, that's, oh no. That's, that's too much. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say it's too much, but it's also... Also, young Xehanort doesn't yell anything. I think that's more of an ansome thing. And also, Xemnas Zen, talks in a whisper perpetually. It feels it feels like there's so much to remember just for the sake of... Uh, just, for a sa- just for the sake of following the yeah, rules no, that will yeah. inevitably be broken later. Whatever, I feel like whatever comes after this, I, if they keep it simple, they can focus on making everything more interesting. I, I'm not trying to piss people off when no. I say... When I, when I, am literally shitting on Kingdom Hearts because I do like it and if you like it that's super cool and and you should uh, damn whatever I'm saying but I am giving my opinion on this and I just feel that it, they could do, they could handle it better uh, it hasn't been effect, it, it's not an effective it, the story hasn't been effectively told I think okay. so uh, so we I think we kind of set our piece on Birth by Sleep I really recommend people try it if they hadn't I think it stands up there with stuff like 2 as, as, the best, as one of the best in the series I, I think so too uh, and it is essential for some of the character stuff going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Dream Drop Distance, which was also very good, but now it's good as Birth by Sleep. Did you play it? Birth by Sleep? Yes. I did not play the Dream Drop, Dream Drop Distance. Distance. It actually is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also one that feels, even though the levels are technically new, it still feels like something of a retread. Because they do a lot of, oh, it's Pinocchio again, but now you're at Pleasure Island. Oh, it's uh, it's Tron, but now it's the sequel nobody liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that was like, I was like, oh, you should say that for three, was uh, Hunt Back in Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And granted, they couldn't help it, but it you know, voice of Frollo had died. That's kind of yeah. They, they, they had to do what they had to do. So I they got Jason Alexander. Yeah, <laughs> I did hear that they did the um, the Three Musketeers level. Yeah, that one. They were actually they were okay. It's not so they do two levels because they've kind of touched on that, that. You know, making the game have a history. So yeah, they start out as the Three Musketeers thing, which actually saw on Netflix. That's a, that's a cute little movie. Um, and they I, do, I legit. I I do love Three Musketeers. The movie or the book? The movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah there there are like some cool jokes in there. Like you get a little meta. There's a point where Mickey points out and he can't understand Donald. So uh, there's this point. There's that. There's also a point where there there are so many House of Mouse isms in the Three yeah. Musketeers. Like when because that shows meta too. Yeah. When Mickey is trying to like open this door to like get out of a place or something, he's trying really hard, and then he looks up and there's a sign that says push. And he lightly pushes it, and the door just swings open. <laughs> and it's so well timed. There's this other point. All right, I'm gonna gush for a second because if you haven't seen Three Musketeers, um, if it's still on Netflix, it's worth it's worth a watch. It's cheesy, but you know there are it's some simple. There's some really good jokes in yeah, there, yeah. and it's it got and it's a, surprisingly well animated for a direct TV. Really movie. well animated. I think it helps. That it's not another like sequel. There's this uh, there's this point where Minnie and Daisy are riding stagecoach, and Mi- and Minnie's like, "Oh, Mickey is so dreamy," and Disney. Uh, and Daisy's like, yeah, but they're they they're musketeers, I guess. Like they don't really have a job. They're non college bound. And I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say when Minnie's talking about all the things she likes about Mickey, she goes, we even have the same last name. <laughs> That's cute. That was really cute. That's a Tiny Tunes no relation. That 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 is. Um, 
the uh, the the main nar- the guy who acts like the narrator the mm. the, the bard the, the, the Rob Paulson turtle yeah he's, he's, he's basically doing Antoine yeah he is doing Antoine and I fucking love that yep he's he's uh, he's trying to rile up Donald to get him like getting ready to like go go save his friends mm-hmm. and the animation for Donald just like getting like getting fucking angry and doing that classic like <laughs> uh, arm yeah. uh, like arm waving thing mm-hmm. and like raising his fist. And that's something I wish he did more in Kingdom Hearts. He's I, very, he's I really very do. Down here. Um, and the narrator's like, they went that way, Tiger. And Donald's just like, he calms down and he like goes to save his friends and then comes back and he's like, thanks for doing that. And then runs off. It's, I'm like, yeah. it's, there are some brilliant moments and in that movie. Also, and I, I feel we should talk about because uh, Pete started popping up from two onward. Mm-hmm. He's in Birth by Sleep as well. Yeah. And again, props to Jim Cummings. He's wonderful. He's always been great as Pete. He has. And, um, uh, I do have to admit, I hate his costume. Oh, Kingdom Hearts? I hate his Kingdom Hearts costume. He has Hearts a crotch costume. zipper. He has a crotch zipper that goes all the way up to his butt crack. What is you doing, Nomura? What? And beyond. And beyond. He needs an easy way to piss. I don't understand why it does that. <laughs> he moves on from zippers to plaid now, if three is an indication. <sighs> they got rid of his peg leg and added he, a... He doesn't have that in most things. Uh, he doesn't, but I still kind of like it. <laughs> He didn't have it in Goofy movie, and right, I guess Goof that was is where I think of. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was okay. I think that was okay. Mr. Regular Crooked Dad. Yeah. I'm going all over the place, but I, I, I don't like. Okay, his, Dream Drop Distance. I, I don't like Pete's outfit. The uh, other, well, um, at least in 3DS, it's it's they have the Musketeer outfit, so he has that Captain of the Guard one. Yeah, and they have like the the French Beagle Boys. You fight them. Yeah, them. and they recreate one of the other best jokes, which is where they have many or some of the hold up in a tower. And Goofy gets an idea, which is to jump out the window with Mickey and I'll, bounce back to the They recreate that. that again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the other interesting thing they do for Mickey's past, because, you know, the sorcerer Yen Sid is like a mentor character from Two Onward, there's a Fantasia level. Oh. they It's the sorcerer's apprentice where he's asleep and the rooms are flooding everything. Mm-hmm. And you go into these, like, pastel landscapes. They do a neat thing where, you know, you know whenever your character and you're hitting, they do a, huh, yeah, they do a yell. Mm-hmm. It's all replaced with, like, drum, they don't yell, it's like drum beats and instrumental backing tracks. Okay. Like, there's no, when you're in the world of that, there's no voice acting. Then you go out and talk to Mickey. It's, it's, That's it's neat. Voice acting. It's a cute touch. Okay. And it's just a nice thing where they're kind of saying, like, yeah, McGee has this past in this, and it's kind of incorporating a lot of his iconic roles. Okay. It is trippy to think he's a king in this world, but then again, we talk about how he's more quiet and reserved. But, okay. And I will say, also, I got Star Wars flashbacks of Yoda when you saw, finally saw him fighting with the Keyblade, because he's so nimble and fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, Mickey's turned to Yoda. He basically. Never imagined that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dream Dream, I know one thing people didn't like was, it wasn't where in Birth by Sleep there was, like, a different uh, save file for each character you had a timer for Sora and, and Riku with this bar, and you could choose to end it early whenever you wanted, but they would fall asleep at, uh, inevitably, then they would switch where you left off the other. And I know one thing people like was, if you fell asleep during a boss, you would have to start that boss over when you woke up wow. with them. Oh, okay. I mean, there's some tough bosses. That game, I've never beaten it because it got to get stuck to the answer to the cutscenes. That's interesting. And uh, another thing, we didn't really touch on the Final Fantasy characters in much in 1 and 2, but they were neat. Dreams Up Distance, you meet the cast of, you go to Traverse Town again, that's like the most blatant reuse, you meet the cast of The World Ends With You. Hmm. That's so cool. Neku and, and the yeah, company yeah, yeah. fully voice I never, acted. I never played. I played a little bit. People love that game. It's on yeah. Switch now too. Yeah, I heard. Um, and and I thought that was a neat thing, though. I'm sure that would, there's some stuff that would very much confuse Disney fans who had never played that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, one character grows angel wings and flies away. Mm-hmm. No, no explanation. No. Um, that's that's typical Final Fantasy. Though. Typical Square Enix. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, the end of that game totally sets up. All right, guys, whatever comes next is three. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wait for three is long, like no other for me. Yeah. This was. I think I told I've said a couple times on the show like it is my most anticipated game of all time. I never even thought like it's going to be one of the best games I've ever played, but just it's not only like that it's a finale, but it's it's a bunch of things. Like I think one th- uh, there are two upsides to it taking a while. 
One is, you know, it is weird. We're never going to see what a PS3 Kingdom Hearts would look like. But so far, I think you're going to test it. It's a gorgeous game. It's a gorgeous, yeah. Um, definitely more of a three-dimensional feel. Because mm-hmm. uh, the old ones had a kind of semi-cel-shaded approach. Very cel-shaded. It was interesting. And I guess they felt like we were doing more CG films. Let's adapt it a little bit. Even, well, yeah, I, I think the PS4 definitely lends well to a more theatrical quality. Yes. Like, you could not have the close-ups that you have here in a PS4 and have them in, like, say, the PS2 and have them at such high fidelity. Not PS2, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, maybe PS3 for some of them. Yeah, that, it's that, PS3, still, definitely. But, the, but, um, but also, the other thing, the other benefit of it taking so long is that I think, I've talked to people, I feel Disney has been in a second renaissance from maybe like Tangled Onward in terms of really big popular films mm. like Critical Rece- like you know Frozen's their biggest hit I love Big Hero 6 you, you love Zootopia I do like love that. Zootopia and um, and that means we get to they rely a lot on, on those recent films and those are good picks there are good picks um, but okay so let's get into because I know I was like I had been trying to figure out what you were going to guess and I was like this structurally I feel like it's borrowing a lot from two so I think Chris is going to have some thoughts I have lots of thoughts so you're only up to I'm looking so, at right now so you're we're the opening Olympus thing so we're on Kingdom Hearts 3 right let's get into Kingdom Hearts 3 okay so I just beat Olympus yeah first world so gets right to it okay so um I don't I think it's a nice surprise I'm going to try and do the do the compliment sandwich here uh, I think it's a nice surprise that we went to Olympus first that we're actually getting Hercules familiar ground yeah and it's basically the ending of his movie with yeah. the titans and and the city being attacked yeah and Zeus being captured you finally yeah. see Zeus you finally see Zeus he doesn't really have a lot of lines no but it's he's fine. there yeah he got Phil's lines yeah <laughs> yeah right I would have loved they got ripped torn yeah but he's going through is he's he, going th- he, he, I think he's still going through some shit is he did, did he die or no. is he just going no, he's through just, some he's shit? just going through some shit but I mean I saw Freddy got fingered I'm like oh that was essentially a biopic of ripped torn yeah where you, you know he bends I, I kept waiting for him to bend over her fuck me you wanna fuck me yeah I remember Freddy got fingered I gotta love that movie it's so fucked up it's nuts. Okay, anyway, we're not, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that, thank so God. So, Olympus. All right, so Olympus, I I did not enjoy the... Compliment sandwich. I did enjoy the gameplay of yeah. Olympus, um, at least up into the last Titan. Like mm. the, the, the Tornado Titan was a little weird to figure out. Very, what very weird. But um, by the when I finally was able to play the game, which was a long time after the cutscenes wore mm. out... I f- I really felt I, I I was really excited and uh, I did have a good time with what they've done. like the Keyblade transformation mechanics like the fact that now it's not just stat changes in a perk mm-hmm. it's like no this, once you get them powered up they behave very differently and I like that and you're you're just starting like when you get the tangled the tangled one and some others like they're projectiles mm-hmm. there's some that are very much more melee focused they felt they they yeah everything feels fresh about like the, the game twister play. one is basically a hammer yeah I do I. Definitely like the long stretches of gameplay, and I feel like now where back in the day on a PS2, your cutscenes were the reward for getting through the gameplay. I still kind of view that in, with games. I'm a, I'm actually quite the opposite now. Okay, where uh, the gameplay is now the cut is now the reward yeah. for watching they, the cutscenes. They still sometimes have too much. Like you're about to get to a point of like 30 minutes of cutscenes in, in, in Twilight Town, and I'm not happy about that because um, granted they, they got a lot of ground to catch up on they, and tie they, together. They do have a they do have to reconnect some of the threads that have been broken over the years, which is expected mm-hmm. but some of these cutscenes are very awkwardly presented yeah or, no that, that that's always been that way and i was hoping they would fit, they would improve some but the timing just it's, it feels too stretched out it's too stretched out the original jokes aren't as funny as something disney would do the writing is mostly awkward yeah, uh, yeah. and i i cut 
I get um I I get that you know because it's dubbed that they're trying to match the timing and that's super fine. I actually read Jim Cummings has said that's why he doesn't do much Japanese stuff like, because he he is not used to matching up the timing like that. Yeah, and it's hard. So he says like t- voicing like Pete and Tigger throws him off. Yeah, like, it's and much. it's it's very it, it's more difficult than he's we give good it, at it though. I would yeah, say. it's more difficult than we give it credit. Yes, for. it is. Um, but at the same time, like the way these lines are delivered and presented i mean donald and goofy i really don't have a problem with they're still they're pretty good yeah so I, I i'm not digging sora in this i'm, I'm not especially i i don't like Haley joe osmond's acting in this i feel like he has to he's focused too much on making his voice higher it sounds like he's yelling every line i actually don't mind his voice that much i just don't like the presentation of saying certain words that could be easily uh be replaced with other words or trimmed down trimmed down or uh or just negate it altogether. There was a point, and I think you noted this too, Serena, mm. where uh, there was a point where Goofy had said something. It was one of the only lines that I legit hated that Goofy said. Mm-hmm. And he was he was referencing Jiminy. Oh, 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 yeah. He said something to the effect of of let of uh, let let, your, let the guidance of your heart. Oh, lead, may your heart be your lead, guiding key. Lead the way. Yeah, yeah I remember the incident like, said that. Yeah, and it's just like, why didn't you just say, let your heart be your guide? Let your yeah, let your heart be your guide, your or, conscience as, be your or guide. let your conscience be your guide, yeah. which is what it, I know because the, Namora is caught up in all his own terminology. Well, well, yeah, the, the terminology for Namora is to say your line this way, but the Disney Universal aspect is um, is let your conscience be yeah. your guide, which is a much more streamlined version of what I don't what know if it's no meant to be a, a Pinocchio reproduction. I, I know it's not supposed to be that. It, it reminds wasn't, but like, but like, it didn't help that I think... That Jiminy was right there. <laughs> yeah, that Jiminy Cricket... He, had, he very rarely pops like, up, so yeah. He had just, like, popped up in in uh, the cutscene before. It is easy so to forget like, that he's in, like, Shultor's shoulder, yeah. jacket all the time. I'm just imagining how many times he's just getting bumped around. Oh, oh no, oh. Well, well that's, yeah. that's the point I'm getting. It's like, Jiminy is right there, and with all that subject matter that you can borrow he's from Disney... He's not their conscience, though. He was Pinocchio's conscience. It's, of course he's Pinocchio's conscience, but what I'm getting at is that that's an easy line that you can take yeah. and yeah. trim it, trim that original and, line and down. And such an iconic line that whenever you see Jiminy, that line just... It just comes to mind yeah, auto- yeah. automatically, and then to hear Goofy say that in like a really clunky way, in a really anime it's way, like, yeah, it's just like, why didn't you just say that? It is weird when you have the Disney characters saying the really anime lines. Yeah, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm imagining like the voice actors there having no idea what it means. And a, mm-hmm. and it being Goofy, you can't to take it one step further. You kind of expect Goofy to kind of get that line wrong, but you also expect someone else to, if they're in on the joke, it would have to be in a joke, and they would correct him. Yeah. But that didn't happen, yeah. so it's like it felt even more like a wasted opportunity, which could have been turned yeah. around into a joke. I feel like my, my big complaint with Game Hearts writing overall is that for something based on Disney, it's very rarely funny when it's doing its own jokes. Yeah, there, I did have some. There, li- they happen. They have, especially. I told you in three, you haven't gotten to it, but when you get to about there's so much. There's become like Sora and Donald are really roasting each other now, uh, we, and I love it. We've noticed bits of that, and yeah. we're kind of okay with it. Yeah, yeah I love that's my. I like that shows they're 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 friends. <laughs> yeah, there was a point where. Where Mickey was saying like uh, Mickey oh, and Riku together. I tweeted this. This I laughed hard. Mickey was like, you know, Aqua kind of reminds like, me of Sora. Like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Riku was like, holy shit! No, 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 what? No, no, no. She's strong. <laughs> and we just decided to leave. Oh, and, like, like how dare you compare? You say Sora. You say Aqua is like Sora. Seeing, She's seeing Mickey and Riku stumble over That's each great. other like that, trying That's to great. correct themselves. That was a nice little character moment. I wish there was more. Yeah, of they, that. they very rarely hit that. Yeah, and I felt like. There, there's a lot more stumbling around, like trying to uh, st- stumbling around sentences and phrases that could be worded a lot simpler. Yeah. Oh, and you're, gonna, not- you're gonna see a lot more. Like that's one of the things. Like I'm gonna tell. So let me. I should probably 
you talk a little more about. I'm not getting spoilery because, but I'm a lot farther than you. Mm-hmm. The only Disney World left I have to finish uh, is Pirates, mm-hmm. and then we're getting to the End Game. And yeah, that doesn't it doesn't really improve that much overall in terms Great. of. That. And actually, I was very, very, very. I'm going to say right now the low point for this game for me, and I didn't expect it to be. It was this one-two punch of middle game where I unlocked the Hundred Acre Wood and I did Arendelle, the Frozen level. Mm-hmm. Um, Hundred Acre always felt kind of out of place because Patrick was talking about how like. It's like there's no battling there. It's very, you know, as lighthearted as you expect Winnie the Pooh to be. And given how serious the rest of the plot can get, it can be very strange. Yeah. Like, and I love Winnie the Pooh, so it's nice to see the characters, but it's just odd. So in this, they... Because I thought the uh, minigames that you didn't have in the first one weren't that great, then they were fun in two. In this, you've probably seen the trailers, that, like, kind of puzzle game thing they do. That's the entire thing. There's some cutscenes, you're in the field, you do three different, like, help rabbit harvest his crops, and then you're done. And I'm like... Kingdom, Why they even bother? Kingdom Hearts Two had a couple low points like that too, like like uh, Ariel's World. Where yeah, it just that, no, yeah, big... yeah, that was the infamous. I feel like it was like that and Roxas were people's sore points. Mm-hmm. Um, the but Hundred One it's very brief. I just was like, why even bother if it was if it was like just that? Um, I was really liked by the Frozen level, and I say that as someone who likes Frozen, because um, they do an interesting thing with some of the levels this time, where they're left they become less reliant on trying to retell the movie's plot. Mm-hmm. Both Toy Story, Monsters Inc. And Big Hero Six take place after their original movies. That's cool. I think Toy Story is between before three because any so kid. Yeah. Um, but Monsters Inc. is you know they're talking about how they've changed to to laughter. Mm-hmm. Randall comes back wanting to sabotage things. Uh, Big Hero Six they touch on um, you know that they're already set up a crime fighting force and revisiting the Baymax that was left behind at the end. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. and I don't know that feels like I used to think they, I wanted to stick close to the plot, but then I'm seeing what they did with uh, Frozen to a lesser degree Tangled, and I'm like. If I wanted to see this, I like they the Tangled was they recreate some scenes verbatim. Uh, in Tangled, they do you know when Flynn's tied up with Rapunzel and talking about making the deal, uh, or in the whole ending with what happens with him and Gothel and the final healing, and it's just like it's just verbatim. It's like not that interesting to see it again. And mm-hmm. I'm like I just watch the movie, and they also leave enough stuff out where it's like they don't explain how Flynn gets out of prison, and Frozen even worse where. I'm sorry if you don't like Let It Go. They play the entire song. They uh, recreate it in the engine. Cool. And um, it is cool to see how good the, the graphics have gotten. But if you're sick of that song, too bad. Oh, right? boy. And then, <laughs> here's the thing. You meet Anna and the rest, and she flashbacks to Do You Want to Build a Snowman? You hear the first half of that song, and Anna is talking over it, but it's not level right. It's like Sonic Adventure. I can't make out what Kristen Bell is saying. Oh, super. I can't wait to and, go to the Frozen And level. then they skip so much stuff that we were talking about this earlier. Uh, Goofy and Donald are the ones to convince Kristoff. Like, I think you and Anna might be together. They've spent like five minutes in this game together, and there's been no flirting. It's like you're you're wrecking this the flow of this. Well, and then Hans it, is there. It didn't help that Hans Frozen is there for two shots. He has no dialogue. It didn't help that Frozen didn't exactly do that any better either. But okay, it did it better than the game. I guarantee you. I understand. Yeah. Okay. And um and even then they were you know they're smart enough to have not that not be a fake out and have it not be the thing that saves the day. Which mm-hmm. I kept that. And you know uh like just the word like. I'm like, why was Olaf even here? He has like one funny line, which is <laughs> when you meet you, you're buried in the in the snow. Mm-hmm. He thinks Sora's hair is grass. Oh, cool! And stuff like that. Um, it, it's and the level design is bad too because you're just kind of going up and down these very cliffy areas. And I was just bummed out. I was like, man, I was on such a high for this game at this point. In this level, they, they mismanaged it and just did his biggest hit. What a weird thing to screw up. Um, and Tanko, like, I complain about the plot, but that level is actually still a lot of fun to go with. And I think the characters are, and plot are better fit for it because Flynn really fits well into the situation. Mm-hmm. He kind of acts, he tells you to play along like you're his sidekicks. Okay. So just that makes like, sense. Nothing weird about these guys. That makes sense. But they cut out the, the thugs have them, which one of the best parts of that movie. Oh, that blows. And Maximus is still there, but it's like, how did Flynn get, did he do that on his own, this horse? Yeah. I mean, any horse could. It would be Maximus. I guess uh, they, they c- also are like, what is Gothel's deal? They don't really tell you what the deal is with the, the powers and the aging and 
Uh, small spoilers, it gets crazy when Gothel falls out of the tower at the end, when the organization members is there, and turns her into a giant tree heartless. That's a boss fight. Same with Hans, he turns into a big wolf. Cool. And it's nuts, but actually the boss fights are fantastic. Alright, well at least I have that to go look forward to. Okay, getting back to the more positive, positive cause, okay, we talked about the writing, and I've talked about how they mishandled the movie they directly recreate. The Toy Story and Monsters Inc. levels are a lot of fun. That's good. Um, Woody actually gets a really badass moment for the last for the boss of his level, and I'm not going to spoil it, see it for yourself. He gets an anime moment, and it actually really works. I'm ready. Um, and uh, what's, what are the other levels? The Big Hero 6 one is a highlight. I was really excited for that because I thought that was a really good set fit for the... for the. If It's kind of close we've ever got to like, a feeling of an open world. And one of my complaints with Big Hero 6 movies is that they didn't explore that world that much. It was more mm-hmm. about the characters. And here, like, you're running up skyscrapers, you're going on those balloons. And, you know, they, they, they got... That was another one. They got the whole cast back and you actually get the, their characters through. That's good. Like, everyone... It's most, still mostly about Hero and Baymax, but all these others, like, this feels authentic and... And same with Pirates too. It's actually based on At World's End, which I haven't seen those sequels. Because I didn't hear good things, but the flow of that so far has been a lot of fun. And they've most they've explained things well enough, even though they skipped two in this world. That's fine. They tell you, hey, here's what happened to Jack in the second one. Here's what we're trying to do. And um, and also again, the graphics that are mind blowing because they do the realistic. Thing. They actually put like a realistic model and shading on Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Mm-hmm. So like Don- Sora, Donald, you see all his feathers. They've got like more tufts and texture, and, yeah. and, and it works really well. And they and we talk about the battles. They have, have you. See, I guess you haven't yet because they do an Olympus. Every world has like a unique gameplay mechanic to it in some degree. Mm-hmm. Toy Story, you get these mechs tangled. There's like, remember the, the river dance type part of it? There's, there's a mini game there. It's actually a lot of fun. Cool. Frozen, Frozen again, they do this slalom thing on Goofy's sled. Mm-hmm. Controls really badly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Big Hero 6 doesn't really have one as well, the, except that the, the team up attack with Baymax, you actually control him this whole time. You're flying around, and it's yeah. so satisfying. The great touch. When you do melee with Baymax, he's doing that thing out loud. Judo, Roundhouse. Cute. They, they, like, they, they're very true to that character that's good and um and yeah stuff like Monsters Inc you 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 do the rail slide on the door factory so uh, this seeing you hearing seeing and hearing yeah. you excited about the gameplay the game has lows I've discussed them it's well, not the masterpiece I hoped it would well, be but it I'm, reflects well all those highs reflects what I was feeling when then you I was need to keep, yeah you keep going yeah I, I, I had I, get I, past I, this half hour of cutscenes <laughs> I'm trying treat. and I'm oh tr- gummy ship is better too we didn't even talk about the gummy ship it sucked in the first game those controls were so bad and tedious I actually didn't mind it too much I didn't I really did not like the first it was the worst part of yeah. one but it was I, but it wasn't one that it, it okay. wasn't the part no, that I hated it stuck with me in two I thought it was pretty fun but it was very brief in this it's I think it is a lot of it is optional, but it's fun to like do this open world, do these little mini missions. Have you done any of the boss fights with it yet? No, they're killer. I haven't gotten that far. They're fun. I'm, I'm really happy. like, oh man, I finally look forward to Gummy Ship. So I mean, well, uh, I, even optional stuff like the Classic Kingdom that you're gonna, you know, the little t- Game and Watch Tiger games. Those are fully optional, but they're fun. The and you know about Remy, right? Who Ratatouille? Oh yeah, he's a summon, right? You're, you're no, no. You meet him in here. You meet Uncle Scrooge. Oh cool. He's opened a bistro and hired Remy as the chef. Oh cool. And from each world, you can find ingredients. All right, okay. So now you're spoiling, spoiling stuff that I probably would care okay, about. Okay, I won't tell. Which, I won't, is, which is fine. There's more to fine. it. I'll yeah, yeah. say. Which is fine. Um, and I won't but, tell you who the summons so, are either. There is one new character who's a summon. So, hearing all the excitement coming from you is did um, all those gameplay flourishes is shit that I care about. Yeah. Uh, like, I and, wanted it to be the story, okay, which is a I'm shame. Gonna, okay, yeah. But, one uh, more, I'll give one more compliment and one more complaint about the story. These aren't spoilers. Uh, the, the complaint I have so far is I'm mostly through the game. A lot of the story so far, because they do one nice thing where, because a lot of people complain that the main plot seems to grind to a halt when you're doing the Disney portions. Uh, every time you beat a world in this game, you get maybe like five, ten minutes of main plot uh, stuff. Yeah. And it is cool to see more familiar faces pop up over time, be it organization members or side characters. Uh, but it does not feel like there's as much really happening so far compared to one and two. Oh, absolutely not. Because uh, I, I'm agreeing with you. 
Um, it's really a lot of setup for like how are we going to find these characters? How are we going to get this? It's, get, it's getting the band back together. The in game o- in Olympus. Um, after I save Herc, and I'm gonna jump on this. Are you talking right? about uh, Zigbar? I'm, well, well, I'm gonna jump on this part uh, because uh, yeah, on Zigbar. But before that, Hercules is trying to save a family of three. Yes, and Sora is like fighting heartless. Well, he trying holds to get the roof together. Yeah, holds holds the roof together, and the roof is coming down. Yeah, and then it's like after you beat the battle, Herc is like, "Get them out of here, Sora!" And then the family just gets up and leaves. And Sora's I'm like, "What? <laughs> you could have done that. What? Who wrote?" <laughs> this part, they couldn't, like, have hurt their leg. There couldn't be, like, a kid, like, trapped under a real rock or something. Or trapped on top of a pillar, like, at the beginning. And yeah. then you, like, crack open the rock because the sword, like, exploding oh, you know what everything. everything. They aren't in the game, but you get you would find two kids who get help, and then they turn to pain and panic, like, in the movie. Oh, yeah. That would have been Jeepers, co- mister. That would have been cool, but yeah. no. They just get up and walk out the <laughs> There's walk a out lot the of gaminess in the cutscenes. So weird. And then fucking Zigbar shows up. And this is this is the part that got me fucking angry about Organization 13. He showed up knowing that I killed him. Yeah. And, the, and of course the time travel shit happened. Oh, he, was, he already explained it. He's in Dream Drop Systems. Whatever. He, he, okay. <laughs> Eyepatch Man showed up like and him. he's like, he goes from point a and he's like "Ooh, i'm back and now you have to figure out some heart nonsense about yourself yeah, Sora. He, still he, takes, cryptic. he takes 10 steps and fucking leaves and it's like and it's like why what villain still does this in our they in the year of that. our they lord really just like, they just like come out and be cri- okay one yeah, okay you, we, I, I won't spoil it. there's a very meta line be on the lookout for when he encounters Venetus and monsters inc Sora has a very very self-aware line about i really that. hope it's more like I really hope it's more like. Can you guys stop doing this you want me bullshit? To tell you what it is? Don't. But yeah, I'm just you're not far I, I, off. Well, uh, what I'm saying is, is that I really hope it does something and besides actually, okay, besides calling attention. The to compliment it. I will say is that going forward, most of the levels, even though yeah, there is an organization member who pops up in each one. Their cutscenes are some of the best parts story wise so far, especially like there like more stuff happens and there's more action and stakes. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to Young Zaynor popping up at the end of Toy Story, where like some shit goes down. I really hope so. No, it does, and I, it, there's and it's, it leads to a really cool moment with him and with him and Woody. Well, well, what I'm saying is, is and, that uh, well, the other one, of the other best ones. Um, I well, said the first one was t- was kind of a wow. So she she doesn't interfere with anything. The Monsters Inc. one is amazing. That's I'm, all I'm going to say. It's a very satisfying, and it has actually a very funny joke that cool. they made up on their own, but incorporates the world. Well, I hope that in being meta about Organization 13, that yeah. it does more than point out the problem and carries it forward instead of like. Oh, we get the joke too, but the audience but is like, "You're late." <laughs> oh, I've been calling attention I to this shit. I don't think Nomura gets all of his jokes. I think he is still very serious about all of it. I'm like, this shit has been and going on since Kingdom Hearts two. What is yeah, your problem? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm still having a blast with the game. I, yeah. I think the the, the story is the main thing holding it back from being a masterpiece. The, but the, the gameplay is so fun. It is so detailed. It's so it, there's so much content. Yeah, substantial stuff. The stuff that I'm actually playing and having fun with it is fun. And I, that's why I've I, seen people saying, like, is this okay to be your first game Hearts game since it's been a while? And it's like, if you're a Disney fan, you'll still probably get a good amount out of seeing these characters. Like, yeah, they're not written as well. They're not written They're not written well. But, but you're going to have a good time. Fighting is with, fun. Yeah. These minigames are fun. It looks great. And uh, what's the other thing? Um, so here's the thing. Our impressions are incomplete because so much of the stuff I've seen in cutscenes got me so hyped up in terms of, like, seeing the final battle and the shit that's going to go down. I'm not there yet, and you're just starting, and I feel like that's that's going to have how I feel about that is going to have a big impact on how I feel about the game I'm, as a whole. I'm at Traverse Town. Honestly, yeah, no, you're I, you're just starting. I'm, I'm, you, did I'm, you see like the final battle trailer where there where there's you know what I'm talking about like where I'm not going to say anything say much, but like they've been building up the, they go back to Keyblade Graveyard from Birth by Sleep, 
and everybody's there. Riku, Kyrie, Axel, Zaynort finally shows up with the organization, and shit goes down. I hope so. And some brutal, some emotional shit is looking to go down. And then they tease, hey, that's not the final location. And they do uh. some. I'm, well, I'm not gonna say what it is, but the new the actual final location looks really unique. Okay, all right, okay. And there, it looks like they do some they do something different with the narrative and structure for Sora and what he has to go through. And I'm like, this is actually a really cool Zaynor. I'm just gonna say it's like Zaynor taking something that Sora has always proud of his strength and turning it against him. So okay, like it feels like he's gonna break him. Okay. And I'm, I'm really curious to see both how that goes and how this whole thing wraps up. Because I'm hearing from reviews people saying, like, it wraps up very sad. I've only seen one review from a guy who doesn't really care for saying, like, eh, it's an okay. And everybody else is saying they really did a good idea of putting a bow on things. I really hope so. Yeah, because it's going to make things easier for them going forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get the story out the way. I think I'm more positive I'm going, with I'm, than you're probably I'm going be. to remain optimistic only because... This game is a long time coming, but I'm going. I'm uh, and it does a lot of it does a lot of the things uh, that a game should do well. Mm-hmm. Mainly, but it also has get, some stuff left behind. Like in the PS2 does. It's got some stuff that it hasn't learned Just get, from. Get through, and, the, get through the frozen level and go to Big Hero Six well, and Pirates. Well, it's a little fun. And I, I have to say that after completing Final Fantasy 15, and you know how glowing I was about that game at first. Yep, you turned. Oh boy, did I turn. I am hearing, <laughs> this is not, a, it doesn't sound like a case where like there are chunks of the story I, missing. I'm not seeing that, which is good that it's not incomplete. It's, it's good that it's convoluted. finished. convoluted. Yeah, and it's, I can handle convoluted if it's, it, if, Done if well. I can follow it, and I, it's hard to follow, a Disney, and I'm Something trying. with Mickey Mouse's main character shouldn't be... Shouldn't You don't need a wiki pulled up all the time to be you like, what's sh- their relation? You how shouldn't they- need a wiki. You shouldn't need a YouTube series of videos that streamline it. You don't need a guide. Like, even Star Wars is simpler than this. Much simpler. Much simpler. And I get that there's 12... Most or, anime is simpler than this. It really is. And I get that there's, like, a gazillion worlds to go uh, to, like, you know, visit and, like, to tie but together. But most of them are doing their own thing. There I'm are, not talking about the main plot the main characters. They're all very standalone. So yeah. it's, it's like... There are, there are legit sagas of Lord of the Rings that are simpler than this. Come on. You can you can write this simpler, and I know that ha- Nomura and the writing team have had a lot on their plate, but I'm just saying. I'm kind of hoping that based on what I, you know, what I told you about him saying how much how hard it was for him to wrap everything up, mm-hmm. maybe going forward he's like, okay, let's not do quite as much. I'm I'm glass half full, glass half empty on this kind he of thing. He may still get, his ambitions may get the best of him. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. I... I'm going to wait it out and just have fun. And hopefully yep. I won't get so angry just seeing an Organization 13 member just walk around pontificating and okay. shit before, I don't get angry. before fucking off. I got legit angry because okay. it was stopping me from playing well, the game. Well, get used to it. They're still in every world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> people, he just has his head down ground, then he immediately just changed on the dime. I think Chris is broken. Okay, and people, hopefully, if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, you listen to this, you don't hate us. Because I I'm, I think I'm I'm still more positive overall about the series, and I kind of love it as a whole. And I'm just hoping that whatever goes forward, they can get they can move forward with the writing because I feel like it's the main thing holding it back right now. Yeah, uh, the it, gameplay has gotten fantastic. Yeah, and again, I'm sorry if I'm if I'm being a, a, a bit insulting about it. It's just I've grown up with this game and I've waited so long for this game, and I just feel like that um, they some can do of the, better. I feel like some of the things they could have learned from that they haven't yet. But maybe I'll be surprised, and I hope that I am. There, I'll say you're probably going to experience some more lows, but I feel like there are some things that you're going to be very pleased with. I hope I'm and wrong. I can't comment on the ending because I'm not there yet. I might text you about how I feel about it, but I'm yeah. not going to spoil anything. Okay. I'm very curious. Uh, I kind of love the idea of, I haven't seen how the last boss goes, but I want to see Sora beating the shit out of an old man. Me too. <laughs> one played, one previously played by Spock and one now played by Hobo with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. You ever see that movie? I, I've heard of it. That's a bonkers movie. I, I've heard of it. Bonkers. Okay. All right. It's time to drag things to a close. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you guys have to get going soon. We do. 
Um, but this has been a treat. So um, real quick, I want to again thank Chris for making time in his schedule. No problem, dude. Uh, for Serena and uh, Jonesy the cat for allowing me into their boat again. <laughs> Jonesy's been chilling over here. He's, he's to my left right now. He's staring at the wall. Hey, buddy, how you doing? He looks chill. And that's and again, Chris is not back permanently. He'll mm-hmm. still be doing more guest appearances sooner or later because mm-hmm. there's still plenty of stuff. Yep. Uh, but we're going to – I feel like now this record, I'll finally start making plans to get back to a regular schedule because we don't have uh, Kingdom Hearts 3's release kind of giving us a time frame that we have to stick to. Mm-hmm. But I'll say right now because we almost did the episode before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, next episode, first-time guest. I'm crossing one off the podcasting bucket list, the last remaining generation animation co-host who has not been on our show, Bianca Torres. Oh, cool. And another good pick. I always like when we pick the stuff that Chris would be interested in. We're going to do a general retrospective on the Legend of Zelda series. Nice. Because for Chris, if you ain't Breath of the Wild, you ain't shit. <laughs> and um, and beyond that, I, ha- I will be also, I'm probably going to be reaching out to previous guests we haven't heard for a while. And there are actually some from other podcasts who I have not talked with personally, but I enjoy their work. And they have said they would definitely be interested. Cool. And I'm very curious to see what that brings with it. Uh, so until then, um, you can, as always, you can find me. I'm on Twitter at Bahonkis. So I'm spending more time on um, my art accounts and the Wario ones. Uh, you can find those on Instagram and Twitter at Bihan Art. And uh, again, check out the YouTube. There's more stuff going up. I didn't even bring up our Smash stream. You meet right. Colin and Patrick. Mm-hmm. First time Patrick met uh, any of you in person. Yeah. And that was a blast. That was cool. I put up a, a best. I edited it down. It was like a four-hour stream. I, I edited it, it down to mm-hmm. YouTube, like a 20-minute. Half of it is you cackling just because there's so much insanity going it's on fun. there. But unlike Kingdom Hearts, it doesn't have a story to worry about. No. Um, why is the moon crashing into Pokemon Stadium? That was that shit was so cool. <laughs> Did you watch that? Because you're just screaming, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" Oh, <laughs> That's like you can see it yep, like, all the yep, way in the back. Yep. Oh, it's so good. I actually have to. We'll load that up for you to watch. Oh, you didn't see it, Serena? It's hilarious. Yeah, watch it sometime. Okay. And uh, yeah, so and Chris, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at C Wade the Sequel. Um, usually I'm there following a bunch of other artists. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm posting about my film, The Will of Monsters. You did that preview an- loop animation. That was gorgeous. And, oh. it got, and it got, it blew up. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Uh, no, don't be. It's great. Yeah, thank you. I was, I was, I was definitely surprised. And again, check out his shot in Kirby reanimated. Uh, they do a thing where they post the artist in the corner. He's is around the two minute mark and it's DD in a theater. Mm-hmm. It's over already. <laughs> That's cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can also follow if you if what I've said about the Wario stuff sounds interesting. Twitter uh, Wario reanimated. I'm staying very active on that because I both tweet in progress stuff. I tweet stuff from other, I retweet from other collabs, mm-hmm. and a lot of Nintendo and Wario related stuff. So it's kind of just a lot of stuff that people who would be interested in the collab would like to see. Awesome. And uh, that will do it for episode. I believe this is 33. I keep, I keep forgetting about that. I don't. I want to. But um, I am John. And I'm Chris. And may your heart be your guiding key, Chris. Jesus Christ. Thank you, John. I want a reaction, I got one. Good night, everyone. Night. Let me face, let me face, let me face my fears. Oh, let me face, let me face, let me face my fears. And I belong, I belong, I'm almost here. I am Xehanort from the most distant past. My future self gave me a task to visit the splintered versions of myself in many worlds and ensure they gathered here today. There are restrictions to movement through time. First, you must leave your body behind to do it. Then, there must be a version of you waiting at the destination. Upon arrival, you can only move forward after the loss of time, and you cannot rewrite the events that are destined to happen. Oh, did you get that?